to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. Nighters, welcome back to another episode. I don't know. I feel like it keeps cutting off early. I know. I was like, all right. Uh, So you know, I gotta hit record when the countdown ends on the other one. uh, Yeah, because that was like ten nine eighty seven. That's why I should be watching the clock. Yeah, last time it went off at the six count. Watch the clock. Yeah, watch the clock. (laughs) Me. Yeah. So. uh What's up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back. It is, in fact, just yeah, another Friday, Friday night. Again. We almost were yes. going to do another Thursday show. Did I do a post about that? If I did, I fucked that up. No, no, I don't think you did. This guy is Adamantium Adam. Oh, hey. We call him if Double you didn't A. Know by now. Double A for short. Uh, I am CM Chuck. Um, not to be confused with the now returned CM Punk, who <laughs> is uh, having a great run. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, Wednesday, did you see the opening or not? I was at a concert and I that's right, not. that's right. You did, you did. But yeah. tell me about it because oh, I man. wanted to ask you about the match. I mean, just the start of it like, as soon as like they, they were in the ring, uh, it felt like a WrestleMania type environment. I mean, people are going ape shit, Omega and Brian, yeah. And then oh, when they man. they locked up, I mean, man, the people popped even more. Gosh, uh, dang, it felt awesome. like it felt like Danielson from Ring of Honor. You know that best in the world. I mean, man, well, he was, his first time wrestling with that name again. You know, yes, the American I'm, Dragon. I'm happy about. I was like, yes, you know, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson, and man, you know, he was doing his, you know, the the fucking finger yeah, thing. Cool. You know, I have till five. Oh, nice. Uh, the, the crowd was chanting, "You're gonna get your fucking head kicked in." You know, to Omega. <laughs> you know, man. I mean, it was beautiful. Them, them two tore it down. Really, it was a thirty minute draw, which I was happy with. Wow, I was great with. Wow. Yeah. So I was like. Yes. I hadn't read anything. I'm surprised that uh, nothing Meltzer flooded. gave it a five star. Wow. Nothing flooded my feed. Like, I'm surprised I was either surprised. because that was a badass match. And then after I didn't see the rest of the title, okay. like, which I probably should have. But and they uh, put it at the start of the show, huh? Yeah, the start, which I was happy with again. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. You know, I talked minutes, to uh, Friday Night of Mario Alanis last night. And oh, I just said, yeah. if he watched it with you and he said, uh, he said no, but he said, you said it was awesome. And I was like, okay, I can't wait to ask him on the show because I wanted to get your, yeah, your real time reaction. Good. Like, it was great funny scene like omega against probably who i consider the best still the best yeah. fucking wrestler yeah you know I've, I've said that since i saw him back in like 06 i was like man brian danielson is a bad motherfucker yeah you know so to actually see him and you know my story omega, having seen him without knowing i was seeing him as the yeah, american dragon yeah. in Shawn michaels school here in san antonio yeah, so, so that's a pretty wild experience in itself um what else, guys? Uh, let's see who's oh. in the house. Uh, Rizzo. He says, hey, mother fellas. <laughs> Whatever it is. He is digging that 3LR shirt. Yes. Guys, you can get this shirt. I don't know if you can get it in this color. I have to put a special order in to get this color. I think this is my Easter shirt this year. <laughs> but this is uh, yeah, drawn and designed by yeah, Chris Rizzo of Invincible Comics and more. It is the three-legged rabbit. It's the rabbit. He's got the crutch and the carrot, uh, which is also the site where you can go and get our T-shirts. Uh, these, right? uh, or is that on another one? You can't get that one okay. there, but you okay. can get not this one. The, you can get the one I'm gonna, we're going to show you right now. The design. What does what Riz say? He says, uh, "I'm not a regular watcher of wrestling, but that's not." It oh, was, was good. I mean, if, if you know these two 
these two certain wrestlers, Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. that's like a match that you're like, ooh, yeah. nice. They've wrestled before, but Omega was nowhere near the level of Danielson at that time. Now he's finally at that level, so it yeah. was a whole different. If if scene. I was if I was uh, able to uh, watch it, I would have come over here and watched it with Double A. But I was at a concert. I bought tickets for a while back. Me and my lady, Steve, you're in the house. Steve, we're waiting for you, buddy. Riz, are you drinking beer? Riz, cheers to you too, Riz. Yeah. Doing some yingling, Steve. America's oldest brewery. You know, um, yeah, so uh, that's awesome to hear so, that it was great. Ass. And then um, I got to look for a replay somewhere. <laughs> Sunday through Sunday, one, two. Sunday through Wednesday, PBS had, by Ken Burns, had this great documentary on Muhammad Ali. Oh, nice. Uh, it followed, like, pretty much his whole life. And that was exciting. That was badass. Uh, to see clips of, like, him and Sonny Liston, him and Foreman, him and Frazier. Uh, kind of seeing the Parkinson's kind of coming in. Oh, without wow. him even not knowing, you know, yeah. seeing, you know, footage of Holmes and, and you know, Trevor Burbick and all that kind of stuff, so. I've never watched a Ken Burns documentary, but I always oh, hear great yeah, things. Ken I Burns, he's yeah, the best. Yeah, know, he is. So, so um, uh, if you're you're a fan of Muhammad Ali, that was a damn good documentary they did. It was like two hours each day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It was like two hours. Awesome. So it was really cool. It was a really cool piece. Awesome, man. Yeah, uh, I need to check that one out. And then speaking of like uh, boxing, you know, you have shared that clip in our group with Canelo. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't even know that fight was coming on. It's November 9th. Who is the guy? His opponent. I'm not familiar well, he's with him. the he's the last piece. He's the IBF middleweight oh, champion. So whoever wins nice. this match is going to be the first ever undisputed middleweight champion. So yeah. this is pretty exciting. That's what I was telling you when you showed me that clip. I looked it up. I was like, "Oh, I'm getting this fight because Canelo yeah. has all the other three major belts. Right. He just needs that one." It's uh when October, November. Oh, November. November okay, 9th. okay. Which I'm surprised you're kind of doing all these uh like um uh, promoting already. Yeah, I'm like, it's I was early. Trying to see when the cut happened, but it looked like they kind of went down, and I'm like, Canelo must have hit him with a left like quick, and it's yeah, they, they did keeps like trying to hit Canelo, and Canelo's like too fast for him. Uh, yeah, like, dude, that shit looked crazy, man. Yeah. That was awesome, man. So yeah. Uh, Riz does say cheers. He says, uh, those were good. Glad you got me one too. Oh, yeah, you're very welcome. I definitely will talk about that, uh, getting to meet up in person with Riz uh, for my, my birthday that happened. Uh, Steve said, cold brews. I had that when I was in vacation up north. He says, good brew. He says, oh, uh, yeah. tried it on the 4th of July at the lake. Very nice, Steve. Steve, what are you drinking tonight? Let us know. Also, Steve, we're very interested to know if there were any closed deals maybe between you and uh Mr. Mario, uh, Authority oh. Comics, did y'all work anything out? Or the Herculoids home with you where they belong? Uh, we we want to know. Uh, well, let me talk real quick, Double uh, A, about uh, – guys know I had a birthday uh, last week. That's so when we did an early show. Uh, thank you, Double A, for being accommodating. Um, turned the big 4-0. Uh, one of the really cool gifts, I got a lot of cool gifts, and I want to thank everyone that I did get to see and that came out that made an extra effort to, to come see me and hang out and send messages on Facebook for my birthday. Uh, truly awesome. The Friday Nighters, the Friday Night Faithful. You guys can't thank you enough. Made uh, 40. Uh, pretty cool. Um, but a really cool uh, meetup uh, amongst the many. They were all great. But was I got to meet up with uh, uh, Chris Rizzo on Friday night. But before I met up with him, he had told me, hey, check your mail or whatever. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, let me go check my mail. So I checked my mail. 
there was a big envelope. I had to go into the little extra box because I got that community mailbox. They only put little mail in there. And then if you got something big, it's, there's a bigger box on the bottom. Anywho, there was something in there and it was from Invincible Comics. And I was like, what is this? Pretty cool or whatever, right? So there you go right there, guys. Let me, let me throw their banner up there if I can find it here. Uh, Invincible Comics and more, guys. Uh, definitely go check out the Facebook group. Great. Um, uh, Chris, help me out. What do you guys call it when the when the... the, the it's an auction, but you just say like claim, like a claim, claim auction. sold, claim yeah. sold auction. Yeah. Uh, great, great stuff uh, in there. Um, there's some going on right now. Chris has a lot of uh, good Deadpool stuff up. If you're a big Deadpool fan, yeah, a lot of Deadpool. Um, I got a couple of things out of the last, the last one before that or whatever. So, uh, but I'm sure it could find you pretty much anything if you, if you need it also. But um, so Chris said, check my mail. I did. And he had sent me this really cool gift and he even had it like wrapped individually it then the thing and he was like which one to open first so i start opening these uh -huh. uh, little folders or whatever uh, of stuff uh it was really 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 nice you know what i mean but the two coolest pieces by and far out of this i'll let you hold this one sir if you saw our shirts now it is a poster uh this one is me and that one is double a but uh, again the really awesome design that rizzo did of you know, a play on the uh, Sin City Frank Miller cover with Marv's story where we get our name from Just Another Saturday Night. We changed it up, made it Just Another Friday Night, added our Mike logo here, our silhouette, our name, and then, of course, not Sin City, but Alamo City, where we're from. Uh, this was really awesome, man. We want to get frames for these. Hang them here. I'm hoping hang them here in the pod lab, double A, uh, you know, because, hey, the, the the beat goes on right people are are, are, uh, are still gonna get shirts and they don't know if they're gonna get the cm version or the double a version uh your wife and daughter saw these today and they were like oh my god like they were like super geeked out yeah they wanted cm no your daughter was like that's daddy i can tell with the hat and the glasses and that was so cool so chris uh big thank you brother for that so nice and then he did end up meeting me out later on and, and had a few drinks with us uh which is also very cool got to meet uh the lady and stuff they talked art a little bit which was pretty awesome too so um yeah man really awesome and then some other little stuff was in there as well i truly enjoyed it so thank you chris so much man uh really appreciate it um what are the comments we got going uh, on steve says, steve says scotch again tonight Ooh, uh, nice. but no deals though okay okay uh, i had a little whiskey with double a's wife and i was like "Woo, oh, it's gonna be hitting in a minute <laughs> uh chris said it's a reply so i sold auction okay yeah and he see. says yeah he has a lot of deadpool yeah, so basically he does a uh, um, a post, and it's like, here's the sale. And then in the comments, he'll put a picture of like a comic book. If you want it, you just type sold, and then it's yours. That's it. There's no bidding. There's no nothing. And then I mean, no one can come behind you and say, ah, I'll give you five for it or whatever. It's a it's a reply sold, meaning you just reply. The yeah, word sold, just sold, and then it's yeah. yours. Yeah. Uh, and I got a couple of a uh, couple of books out of the out of the last one, which are pretty cool. And and uh, Rizzo does a lot of like cool things throughout the post. He'll put like, if you bought one, here's another one, and if you bought one, you can get this one for free. So it's really it's really cool. Um, so there was that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Rizzo says uh, lots of Deadpool. Yeah. This one, Steve says nice posters. Thank you very much. Steve. Uh, Rizzo said, oh, that's awesome. Uh, I guess my family's reaction. Yes. Joe says the devil pick I sent you, Chris made. Oh, uh, did you send me a pic right now, Joe? Joe is in the house. What's up, Joe? Yeah, what's up, Joe? And then Chris says, I love hearing the reactions. Make all the work uh, worth it. Of course, I have a lot of fun doing them. Uh, Chris, they're just awesome. They're awesome pieces. I love them. I've worn the shirt uh, oh, no so many shit. times. 
<laughs> this is the one that uh, Lizzo oh, did for. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to show it, Joe, because I don't want to. I don't want to step on y'all's nice. uh, thunder, man. But uh, thank you for being here, Joe. A uh, great last episode, man. All about the Mistress of the Dark. We got something about her. Oh, we're going to talk about. Yeah, too. so she came out with her autobiography, and uh, I pre-ordered uh, one for my wife. She loves loves uh, Elvira. She's met her two times, and uh, this one is a signed edition that I pre-ordered a few weeks ago. So I have it right there, you know. Uh, there truly it is. yours. Yours yeah. truly. Elvira. Yeah, she signed it right there. Look at that. The Cassandra Peterson autograph. Yeah, so. That's my babe, man. Huge crush from my youth. <laughs> uh, you know, it was really cool hearing uh, Joe and Lucky's episode. Now watch this. Uh, they did. Uh, they watched uh, Elvira Misses the Dark. But Joe was saying how his dad was really big into him. And I was like, that's how I got into Elvira. My dad was really big into him, too. And he has always loved the the kind of B-horror movies as well. You know, he was, he, he'll, he'll tell you about uh, Planet Terror and you know, Plan 9, Plan B and shit like that. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's cool. But, you know. I knew my dad was watching for Elvira. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? so, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we got to meet her too. I think we met her at the same con you met her at when you, when you got. Yes. Um, yeah, we had to. Me uh, my, me and my wife, uh, CM and his dad yeah. and Roxanne. Uh, Did you get pick an autograph both times? Yes. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it was different. I mean, it was just her dress like as herself. Yeah. And then the next one was Elvira. Yeah. You know, so. so we have one, me and my dad and her, and she's just a regular. But Double H steals the show because he's got one, him and his wife with her. And she's in full garb, which she doesn't wear that often for uh, cons anymore so if you get her to get get a chance to get her in the costume get it I, I regret not getting it i would definitely get it now if she even went somewhere remotely nearby i would definitely do it uh let's see here what else uh, says, joe says dude she was in the news big time uh, yes uh, yeah obviously that was uh uh yeah the coming out uh yeah that's I mean, what's really making the news right now is that she came out which I saw her in the one interview, the first one she did, and she goes, to be honest, I didn't expect it to be that big of a deal today. You know what I mean? Like, it, you know, I figured it would be. It's Elvira. She's right. already an icon already, you know? So when this came out, I'm sure. But, you know, it's, a, it's not like, I don't know. It seems like people are making it a bigger thing. It, it seems like it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, you know. you know, It's guys, kind of like when Rob Halford came out. It was kind of like, you know. Yeah. Oh, okay. News today <laughs> in a week won't be news, so you know what I mean. Like it's like you know, it's fine. I don't think it's negative either. Really, I think a lot of people are giving her kudos. Like, oh, okay. cool, you're finally like gonna yeah. you know live out or whatever, which is, which is awesome. And she was married to a man. They were like son too. It so. was funny because people were like, man, you know, okay, Elvira not saying anything, okay, mm -hmm. but this chick that you know oh, had to keep it exactly. Secret, can you know, they're like she's fucking superhuman. Uh, now yeah. she can finally say she's dating Elvira. Yeah, I was like, so. man, I would if I was dating Elvira, I'd be having that shit put up on billboards. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, even now, man, she still still got to man. She's still oh, man, still, she still a babe. Great. Still a babe. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, says, "Oh man, it's dope." Okay, cool. And he says, "Does it smell sexy?" <laughs> <laughs> I know that a spray perfume. Later, guys. Got to roll on my rides here. All right, Steve, already. But have a good one, brother. Appreciate you coming on real quick. Um, be safe tonight. Uh, what else, Double A, in uh, news? Got some pickups. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, first off, uh, I picked this up for you for your birthday. Oh, what the heck? Oh, man. Thank you so much. Uh, it's Nightwing, Dan Jurgens. Whoa, awesome, and man. Look the story at this, sounds guys. pretty cool, so. Dude, thank you. And I'm sure I appreciate that, man. <laughs> Pretty sure what? 
Uh, I made sure it's hardcover. So. Oh, yes. Thank you so much. Awesome, Hardcover man. and Dan Jurgen. So This is pretty creepy. Joker's putting on the Nightwing outfit. That's my costume, man. I want to, I want to be Nightwing. I don't know any Nightwing stories, but that one sounded really interesting. Yeah, me neither. So and I'm, I'm like excited said, to read Dan it. Dan Jurgens is uh, the writer. So Yeah, I love Dan Jurgens, man. Cool. I can't wait to dig into this. Check it out. Uh, and then my pickups was uh, Justice League. Yeah, Justice League, Last Ride. Uh, what's really cool about this one is that Green Lantern and Dark Side go at it because Superman abandons Green Lantern. So, yeah, way to go, Superman. All right. Well, but wait a minute. It was so he could go save Martian Manhunter. Yeah, who's already dead on Apocalypse. Fuck. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. Uh, I picked up King the Conqueror issue two. I need issue one because this one really grabbed me. Mm-hmm. I really did like this one a lot, so I got to look for issue one. So I. So you'll read it double A without having the issue one. Oh, like I'll wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I will because I want to see. First off, it's good if there's anything good. So okay. This one's. It was like okay. I want to read it now. Uh, and then I picked up the last Ronin, uh, issue four. We're getting closer, man. We're getting closer. Uh, this is a super fucking violent story. If it is the last turtle story, golly, they're going out like really violent. It's uh, brutal how some of the characters die. And we talked about how the first two, both of us, were kind of slow. Where I was kind of like, man, it's a little slow. The uh, the the uh, I thought I was like, eh, it's kind of. I know, slow but, and I told him the same thing. I did agree with him, but then when I started reading stuff about issue three, I went to the store, I picked it up. Man, oh man, it picks up real quick. And then issue four, I was like, shit, you yeah. know, like, okay, damn, they, it's it's brutal. It's you dark. make me excited for why it's to read fucking it. dark of what Shredder's grandson, I think it's his grandson, what he's doing yeah. to you know our fucking favorite turtles here. You know? Is um, is it Eastman and Laird? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So the duo is back together. This is their supposedly the last turtle story, you know. So like their envision, it's kind of like. Dark Knight Returns, like how that was supposed to be Batman's last Should story. we cover it when it's done? I think we should. I think we should. Think it's we a should. fucking cool story. And... Maybe we get Foxy Roxy to do the theme song. She can do Ronin, Ronin, Ronin. Get them turtles, Ronin. Nope. All right. She sang it at her wedding. It was pretty cool. But uh, I like it when she's on her. If you don't know, if you don't know, <laughs> you know, Rawhide, then it's not going to be that funny to you. But, um, all right. Awesome. Uh, what else? What else? Anything no, I think that's it. In the world of pop culture and news and uh oh, what if a uh, new episode came out this past wednesday it was uh-huh. not my favorite but we'll get into that one yeah we're definitely uh, gonna that one. i feel like you but it was not my favorite episode so, yeah. uh what else happened it was uh, the wrestling the wrestling was a big over. thing yeah i felt like uh, uh football again man mm-hmm. what a great fucking week it was sunday man yeah. a lot of bombs a lot of surprises man i thought seattle was gonna win yeah, and then they fucking tanked it for me. So if you guys aren't in the Friday Night man. Faithful, you gotta get the trash talk is heating up. The yeah, finally man. took a shot. Rich at ain't old here. Rich, Rich ain't here. Right. He might be. Might be looking them wounds. Looking them wounds. And then I read that. Wounds. Yeah, and then I read his guy Carson Wentz has two sprained ankles. So I'm like, fuck. Can you imagine having two sprained ankles? No. We've all probably had one at one time, but no. two. I'm like, oof, that's rough. Uh, my my boys did good this mm-hmm. week. Uh, Patriots. Uh, we won, so that was good. Yeah, Mac Jones. I know Who? Mac Jones. I know Rizzo's team kind of uh struggled. Yeah, that was uh, not good. Kamara gave me no points in fantasy, Riz. I'm really hurt, and that's again. I told you that's my uh my girl's youngest uh, team too. So I was like, wow, that sucked. And for the second week in a row, I came in number two. 
Mm-hmm. So that fucking blows. I need to tell Jack to make a IC belt for number two. Yeah, but double A be there. He is rolling in our pickums league, so uh, I got to pick up some steam here. You know, I really like to tell you, I don't really hit my stride till week four. You know what I mean? That's my thing. But it's kind of hard because, uh, like, the teams you really don't find out until like about four or five week four or five when you start seeing okay. These are the teams that are not so good. These are the teams that are really good. You know? Yeah. So I'm ashamed to say, and and I'm playing in two leagues, and in both leagues, I played I played Friday Night or Albert at the same the same week last week, and I lost him twice in two separate leagues. But in my in, in my one league, I left so much points on the bench, double A, because I was like, I had no idea that these guys were gonna blow like that McKissick from the the Washington football team. I'm like, he blows up for 20. Now, mind you, I've got Tom Brady as quarterback yeah. in both, which is smart because the man threw for five touchdowns. Oh, yeah. I mean, what the fuck? That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I tell people I'm still allowed to root for Tom Brady because he's my fantasy quarterback, damn it. But, uh, I mean, five touchdowns, though? Pretty impressive. Yeah, man. It's Does he slow down? Is he a fucking machine? I mean, I don't know, man. Is he still giving it to the wife in the sack? She's Man. probably like, she's probably tired too. Shit. Man, I mean, this guy is unfucking believable right now. And I don't see anyone from the NFC just kick kicking their ass. I'm sorry. Not like that. Yeah. And I, I see like Gronk's getting more involved. I'm like, dude, yeah, hitting up Gronk. Like, yeah. okay. Like, are people yeah. sleeping on him or what? I'm like, that's a big bastard. I, I met him. Know, man. And he's know. big. <laughs> what do we got in the comments here, Dele? Uh, uh Rizzo likes the, the trade. Uh, I got you for your birthday, nice. and uh, then he says, "I have a number one. I'll hook you up and put you in your envelope for free." Hey, oh, thank you very Thanks, much. Rizzo. I appreciate thank that, Riz. Uh, Rizzo says, "Wentz is glass, even more than Romo." It seems. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Carson Wentz, man, he's uh he might start having to think. We just uh, talked. Is about, it worth I, it or not? I just talked with Friday Nighter Boy and Friday Nighter Mario last night. We were kind of saying that I said, "Man, I can't believe that season." And he, I felt like you know he got him to the dance. You know, well, I mean, I know he that, did, that first year took no, him to the dance, but yeah, the first I mean, year like, when yeah. he was good, and then all of a sudden it's like every year he's getting hurt with something else. You know, football's rough, man. You know that's why that's kind of why I, I have to say, you know, I've always told you basketball, and football kind of fluctuate one and two sport, but. I mean, basketball has just dropped way bad with all these super teams. And it's like, you can't really do that in football because people get busted up and they get hurt. And it's like, you know, the big guy. I never thought you would see guys like Adrian Peterson like that go away. But it's like, they did not last because he's just getting banged up so much, you know. Uh, Rizzo says, yeah, that O-line blew the game for us. Uh, We'll see if we can redeem ourselves. Yeah. And then Joe says, he's still at work, fellas, but I'm listening. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. And then Michael Nash says Lamar. Oh, what up, Nash? Nash, you're not. This might be your first time joining us. Nash, great, great friend from work. You missed Steve. Steve was in a minute ago, Nash. Uh, but yes, big Baltimore Ravens fan. Uh, he ah, was. Okay. He was. We we're working here in Texas, but now he is back in Bmore. So he gets to. I got no qualms. If that's where you live and that's where you're from, by all <laughs> means. And Lamar, impressive. I mean, obviously impressive. He get took out the, you know, the uh, the. The guy, supposedly, right, Mahomes. So uh, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm a I fan. Pick, I pick Kansas City, which I, it's hard because I do like most of the time I will pick Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Most of the time they're always like a pick. Tough, thing, you yeah. Know? But yeah, I mean, shit, I should have, you know, should I should have went for Baltimore. Hey, I'll take Lamar and and fantasy anytime. Somebody's trying to, you know what I mean? Got an opening, wants to trade or whatever. I'm there for it. You know what I mean? So I mean, yeah, uh, great team. Baltimore is always fucking great. You know, yeah. so yeah. yeah, so yeah, Nash, what's up, man? I'm glad you're joining us, man. Don't forget tomorrow you're gonna have breakfast, but you also gotta have second breakfast. 
big Lord of the Rings guy in ah, uh, as well. I am uh, too. I love the, the Lord of the Rings. Wasn't big on the Hobbit trilogy though. So yeah, you know what? I still need to watch those. Like Good I could, I couldn't. Uh, Good luck, and you better be prepared to watch it for yourself. Okay, so. okay. You know, but it's so weird, right? Because sometimes I'm like, I I have feelings about those movies. But then I will get in this mood. I'm like, man, I really feel like watching Lord of the Rings. No, Lord of the Rings is yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Three. But well, the which trilogy... one, though? Do you, do you have a go to? Yeah. Two Towers. Two, yeah. That one, that one is the end is my favorite. Because you know? um, the Fellowship really didn't, it kind of, it was so so. I loved it for the parts, but it mm -hmm. wasn't too much. It was a good opener. But yeah. Two Towers really, really is the one that blew me away. Man, when Legolas is, is tearing it up, yeah. I'm like, that's. Yeah fucking awesome i love yeah. that and i do i love like aragorn too so like, oh, that story yeah, is yeah. great like that three know. that three so aragorn legolas and gimli mm -hmm. dude yeah. and i get uh, creeped out with like the sauron story and i love yeah. like the sword yeah. i love when the guy doesn't give up the ring and he's you like no Sam, if i get tested if they had kept that that scene where aragorn fights uh sauron in return, mm -hmm. I probably would have said return oh, would have been my gosh. Instead, yeah, I don't I know why he fucking thing. didn't do they it. took that out. He said right? it was going to overshadow too much Frodo. I was like, yeah, who duh. gives a fuck about him? I like, that's I was what like, we want to see. I want to see the king go up against fucking Sauron in a sword fight. And then the way he comes out too, he comes out like in his fucking elf form or whatever he's supposed yeah, to be. You know, yeah. until he turns like all dark. I was like, God, yeah. See, dude. see, just talking about right now, I get hankering for it. Like I'm like, right. but it doesn't happen. Nash is hankering for Bill Miller's. I'd love Ooh, to send you some Nash for sure. But you could in, in trade, I want some blue crab, some Baltimore Ooh, blue shit, crab blue over crab. there. But by nice. all means, I heard, brother. I seen Zimmer. He said that's some of the best fucking crab he's ever eating. Nice. Nice. And you know, I gotta eat crab with you, Nash, because I really don't know how to eat it that good. So the cracking and all the the tools and shit, the hammer and all that. So you got to help me out. But Nash, what I will do, I can't send you Bill Miller's in the mail. That will probably be gross. But what I will do is uh, inbox me your address, man. I'm going to shoot you some stickers over for sure. Just another Friday night for you coming on here tonight and joining in on the pod. Appreciate it, man. Uh, he says, all right, all right, we can do that. Take care, man. You too, Nash. Appreciate you being here, man. If you get to listen more or listen later, uh, we hell is would appreciate it. We're drinking beer from uh, your neck of the woods tonight. Some yinglings in the house. So I know Nash is drinking over there in Germany itself, gotten some oh, of that German shit. beer in wow. it. So yeah. Uh Riz says, uh, too much work for that amount of crap beer. <laughs> That's part of the fun, I guess, right? I don't know. I'm drinking beer while I do that. She loves doing that. Roxanne had some uh um like she'll do all that, what you said? Oh yeah, the the, the hammer and all yeah, that. She'll yeah. do all that. Yeah. I was trying to eat some crab legs the other day and I, I couldn't figure out the crab leg itself, whatever. But <laughs> then later on I was trying to mention uh we had gone to the 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 uh, Foxy Roxy and Holty Bear's house, and uh, she had put out like as an hors d'oeuvre, like some uh, like the pool already pulled oh, crab leg man. with nice. with. Uh, oh, I love it when it's already done nice. for you. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, was, it was excellent. That's fucking excellent. Uh, this is not a food show, guys, but just so you know. <laughs> if you do want to see a food show, we do have a guy. We have a guy. We have a guy. Aaron B. He's been a little bit. We've been missing some content or whatever, but we were supposed to do do a uh, lunch and and maybe film, but we'll we'll see what's uh, coming up with that. Um, I don't know. I think that might be it, right? Are we, yeah. we ready to maybe get into it? Yeah. All right, guys. Well, then uh, I'm going to take a little pause for the cause. We'll let this load <laughs> up. And then uh, I know I'm still in Stone Cold's lines. And then once uh, that's done, then we'll come right back and we'll tell you what we're talking about. We're not giving anything away right here unless you're looking in the background. Uh, you can kind of figure it out. Use your use your Batman detective skills 
uh, or even better, use your Nightwing detective skills. The the real world's greatest detective. Uh, cost some get some some cheap heat right there on myself <laughs> for the Batman fans. Uh, but yeah, we'll take a quick uh, buzz out, and then we'll be right back, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, if you heard that blip, the commercial is gone. Uh, Anchor took our commercial away, I guess. I guess we weren't, we weren't ad-worthy anymore, so they were like, <laughs> no more. Or maybe they heard our content and was like, oh, fuck, these guys are raunchy. We don't want them promoting us. So. They're raunchy. Uh, that's usually me. Yeah. If you heard the last joke, then it was it was me. The, the, <laughs> the, the off-air joke, guys. Go to the YouTube and check it out. Subscribe <laughs> to us on there, and then you'll you get to hear my, my raunchier jokes I do during the break. Uh, but tonight, Double A... One of your favorite books, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite books. Uh, I own two copies, a, a soft copy, soft cover copy that I bought because it was just going to be my reader. And I was going to just be like, okay. But then when I was like, I love this book so much, I need a hardcover. I went and bought one. And same here. I have two editions, uh, soft and hard. Mm-hmm. And I even got the issue one. <laughs> I yeah. just love it so much. Yeah. And it's highly recognizable. It's always in the list for a hundred greatest. Always. They just put it with the novels. It's not even graphic novel, a hundred greatest novels. So they treat it like a book, but it is the Watchmen guys. You all, you all know the Watchmen and you're like, Oh, we're going to talk about the Watchmen book, whatever. No, we're not going to talk about the Watchmen book because I had mentioned this to double a a long time ago. I said, are you watching the HBO series? Because I started it and, and I stopped and then I went back. I had waited till my DVR recorded them all, um, and then I went back. It wasn't one of those initially where I felt like I could just like uh, keep going. You know what I mean? I was I was like, okay, I was like, all right, like what what's going on here? Like I kind of felt like, and I wasn't uh-huh. all the way into it. But then once I really went into it, and then when you mentioned that you wanted to to, to binge it and watch it, I was like, oh, I this is a great opportunity for me to watch it again. And man, boy, was it just as good the second time around. I would watch it again. I didn't even realize all the accolades it got. Um, but uh, the Wa- Watchmen, it's just called Watchmen uh, on HBO. That's what we're talking about tonight. This series, uh, totally fantastic, I think. I'm eager to, We ha- I haven't asked you anything because I wanted <laughs> I to get your opinions on air. And I want to hear um, what you think, what you want to say about it, how you want to start talking about it. Well, first off, it's a sequel. Uh it really has no involvement with Alan Moore. Alan Moore always just wants his name taken off. Mm. But apparently Dave Gibbons, the co-creator, gave it all his blessing. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. It's set 34 years later after 1985, after the whole uh, New York incident. Mm-hmm. And so it starts off with like a whole, pretty much a whole brand new cast of characters. Yeah. I mean... And- and when Double A says sequel, sequel to the comic book, yeah, not, not, not to, the movie, yeah, not to sorry, the, not movie the movie or whatever. Although I felt like the movie Snyder's rendition was very true, and I would have said it in the movie, except they changed the ending back to the comic book, right? So. Which, which we kind of thought in the movie, we were like, yeah, you kind of had to do it because that would have been weird. And then I saw it in the show, and I was like, oh, that's fine. But, I was like, okay, no, but I, I think if it's on the show, 
Yeah. I, I still don't think you could do that like in the movie. In the movie. Everybody yeah. would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's it's fine. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I kind of had trouble with the first two episodes, man. Yeah. Well, that's, I, I, I did too. Like, I did too. Like, I was like, this is kind of rough. Like, I'm like, I was trying to paddle against the tide here. And I was what was all, slowing you down? What I, was it? The whole story at first. I was like, are, are they trying to do like what they did in Watchmen? You mm -hmm. know, the, the whole murder investigation. Mm -hmm. I was like, are they trying to do that? And it kind of took me a while to like, kind of like, all right. Because it doesn't give you a lot early on. No, you know, doesn't. you're seeing like this, really this young little boy in the 20s in Tulsa. Yeah, well, that one okay, that kind of grabbed me because it was like, oh, really? It was okay. violent. It was very okay. violent. But then the whole cop thing is oh. what threw me off. Oh, 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 okay. You know? That that aspect. Yeah, like I was like, I didn't understand the mask. Uh, I didn't understand the other part. I was like, what's going on here? You when know? he had to call in about the gun, right? Yeah, and then that too, the gun Spoilers thing. Spoilers if you haven't seen this, guys. Right now, we're gonna spoil the like, shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah like two, two years. years. Uh, the Watchmen show on HBO Max. You can watch the whole thing, and you should. It's nine episodes. It's so juicy i think um you know what's funny okay go ahead i want to hear your thoughts i did like that yeah. okay like okay so that kind of like i was like okay cool uh really good opening kind mm -hmm. of sucked me in mm -hmm. uh but i was really confused i was like what the fuck's going on what yes. are they trying to do here yes you know and the cops were in the mask i was like okay that's that's weird because you really don't find out until much what, later much later yeah and then, you know, the mask thing. Like, oh, yeah. the bad guys are kind of wearing this Warshak right here, guys. And if you read the, the comic, Warshak's not like a bad guy. And he's not even come close to what these guys that start wearing the mask become. Yeah. You know? He's like a true anti-hero, I think, Rorschach is. But they totally take that. And um, yeah, the wrong uh, people take that in this. And then they misuse it. And somehow the... Uh, the Rorschach journal does get out. Mm -hmm. They do report that, that it does get out, but I don't think it really leads to what, I guess what he was hoping it would lead to. Right. Right. Um, and well, somehow, it, it's like the end of the book, right? It goes to the new frontiers yeah. or whatever, but and somehow they get in. And like you told me in the car, it was kind of like, they kind of twisted it and made it like their own kind of version. And in this group is called the seventh Calvary. It's a, a new brand of the KKK. Yeah, pretty much white supremacists uh, have like taken <sighs> certain things that they want and twisted them into their own. And they versions. all wear his mask. Yeah, they all wear the Rorschach mask like this. I was gonna wear it tonight. I don't I know like, if it's you know like, in the context of this show, probably not that good. I don't know if it's because it's the no compromise thing. You know, because he was always big on that, the no mm -hmm. compromise, no compromise, and they just kind of twisted it and used it for their own kind of like agenda. Uh, but it's like it looks like it's a big old war between them and the cops. Yeah, and maybe uh, it's too because they chose to use it because you know whatever came out with his journal contradicted what was the the belief yeah, the believed yeah. mm -hmm. uh thing that happened was that this giant squid fell on New York and released this uh you know uh phasonic blast and it like killed three million people. But again, you know, if you're familiar with the Watchmen book, the whole reason why, you know, Ozymandias did, does this, you know, Adrian Veidt, is because... We were close to the nuclear countdown. Right. Clock. Yeah. Doomsday clock. Nixon was still president in that, in, that, in that universe. And yeah, they were getting ready for pretty much like nuclear war. So to do this, he kind of chooses to unite the world against a common enemy 
but he does it in this very like dramatic fashion or whatever of, of again dropping this it's what is supposed to be a trans-dimensional alien has fallen into the into the you know new york city and and uh as it's dying it kills it releases a psionic blast mm-hmm. that just like yeah saps people's mind so right away you you're getting that back that back scene from the 20s with that ugly massacre right and then you're getting this cop you know the cops and the mm-hmm. and the seventh calvary it's kind of like so that kind of was like okay we're going there we're going to the like kind of like uh the white supremacist thing where yeah we're going there I was yeah like, because in the watchman book i really don't think it has any of that it's a no murder story Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so this was kind of like i was kind of like oh, okay uh, i didn't know how he felt about that i was kind of like uh, you know yeah so as my second time around what i was realizing is i was like man they like again it once it picks up and it ramps up you're like all the way in. you're like holy shit like once once i once it picked and again sometimes it's hard to watch things week to week because you're kind of like and, and i feel like they did fill these episodes up there's like a lot it in is. the episodes like i'm it like is. man they pack a lot into that hour you know what i mean it's a full hour you know what I mean? because it's hbo um and but but uh they're also packing in a lot of stories so it's like man it's like a lot of stories so you're like you, you do a lot of this it, it depends on how you are i totally get where double a is coming from because i started it and i stopped it and then i started it again and then i stopped it and then on the third time i wanted to to get through uh because there was interesting aspects whatever but again i had to just kind of let the ball get rolling you're meeting a whole new cast maybe the only thing you see early on is you get to see the archie he kind of comes out or whatever in the yeah in, in the beginning yeah. and the, the trailers had me so psyched because i was like oh my gosh there's all these things i recognize or whatever you know what i mean like I, how are they going to work that in but i didn't know who was who and what was what and they do a very good job of not telling you all that right away like it's a very slow burn, but to a very excellent payoff. But you have to be patient and you have to to suck in the story. And I think that it's definitely one that is better. It's going to keep getting better upon each rewatch. We just had a conversation about a particular character. And he's like, did you notice this? And I was like, I remember that scene. But I, and I watched it twice. And I was like, I don't I I did not make that connection. So I definitely feel like it's one of those things where there's a lot of little things that that come into play. So, but go ahead, Double A. Where are you going to get to next? Uh, so, you know, they, they capture that dude, that dude, you know, that shot the officer. Right. And they start asking him, you know, are, you know, are you part of the 7th Cavalry? Mm-hmm. And we get introduced to Wade Tillman, uh, a.k.a. Looking Glass. Mm-hmm. And he has, like, he's a cop. And he has this mask that's like a mirror, like a mirror mask. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, and, you know, he takes this suspect into, like, this pod. Mm-hmm. And he just starts showing him like images of like I guess white supremacist stuff, and he he's just asking him questions while he's like you know changing the pictures all around him. It's supposed to I guess induce um you know what like your true feelings maybe yeah. coming out like yeah. what he like one of the questions he asks is like you know what if I defecated on the American flag? How would you feel about right. that? Right? You know and he's like defecated. Yeah, shit. What if I shit on the flag? Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, have you ever been part of the 7th Cavalry? But he's like, keeps changing like the images of like all these different pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't give anything away, the dude. But then, you know, when he comes out of the pot, they're like, what do you think? He's like, yeah, he's 7th Cavalry. Mm-hmm. You know, which uh, Angela Abar, uh, Regina King's character, she's like, okay, I'll take it from here. Mm-hmm. 
she beats the shit out. She beats the fuck out of this guy. You know, just beats off him camera. They don't show camera. it, but it's like it's and awesome. It's like a lot of blood that comes out. I'm yeah, like, holy shit. You know, it's, she is a fucking badass in this show, man. I didn't realize she won the Emmy for it. She one hundred percent deserved it. She's a house of fire. She fucking is badass. I just been seeing those new Cadillac commercials she's been doing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I like, I love, I love her. I love her. She's awesome. And she's awesome in this as a sister night. Sister Knight. Uh, Angela Avar. That's her. her and it's weird her because that was another thing that was kind of throwing me off. It was like, okay, mm -hmm. you had Looking Glass, which his name is Looking Glass. They don't even call him Wade Tillman. Mm -hmm. He's wearing a mask. Then you got her, Angela. She's a cop too, but then she had kind of has like, this whole getup, it kind of looks like Green Arrow a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, then they show another cop, Red Scare. Red Scare. He's yeah. dressed in red, you know. <laughs> and he's clearly like, uh, you know, uh, a Russian because he's got the heavy Ruski accent. You know? And Don Johnson is the chief of police, but he's dressed like in just a regular police outfit. So I was kind of like, what is this? Like another sector of the cops? Or yeah, I mean, kind of. They're all wearing masks. Yeah, we kind of glazed over it real quick. But the the regular police are wearing this like yellow mask, and this cop's doing like a he's a, he's an African American cop, a black cop doing a routine traffic stop on this guy, and the guy's like got you know he's hauling like lettuce. He's like a truck guy, whatever. Well, you and know, that's like a dead giveaway, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so he has suspicions. This cop, so he and he also notices the the Rorschach mask yeah. in the guy's glove compartment when he gets his yeah. license and registration, and that kind of freaked him out right away. Yeah, so he's like, okay, let me let me go run your license yeah. and registration. So when he goes and he doesn't have his firearm, yeah, he, and, and this is weird too. Like uh, the cops, they have to kind of like tell the dispatcher, kind of like, I have a situation. I need my gun. Buzz my gun because it's like locked up. It's right. you can't just get it. It's locked. Yeah. And the dispatcher has to buzz it. And when it goes green, that's when he can pull the gun. Right. So I was kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. It is interesting, especially with kind of but all the it, things that are happening. But then in the, the world. dispatcher is like, okay. And, it, you know, he's saying that he's pushing the button and he's not. And then until he finally releases it, yeah. Well, it's already too late. The guy gets out and fucking blasts him with the rifle. He's got his assault rifle or whatever. And at the same time, he has to kind of justify it to the dispatch. He's like, yeah. well, look, I saw a Rorschach mask in his glove. And he's like, are you sure it was that? Yeah, like, like, the dispatcher's like, come on, man. Him, like, like, yeah, like, saw, yeah. You know, but again. That should be, that's like the, the red flag. That's like their number one enemy. Yeah. And this guy's trying to tell him, like, he, yeah, he's part of the Seventh Calvary. But an interesting social commentary, right? Double A, given all the things with yes. police, you yes. know what I mean? Like, I think that this show does not shy away from any of the topics of today, but it's kind of wrapping them in this. But it's, and that's setting. kind of like, I was kind of getting thrown off a little bit because, like I said, Watchmen wasn't all about this kind of stuff. It is political in nature. Yeah. It's very heavy and political, but I was kind of like, oh, okay. It, like, they show comedian doing things for the government. Mm -hmm. But like Night Owl and Rorschach, what they're doing isn't really like political. You know, it's like no. a murder investigation. Yes, he's subtly putting like Alan Moore is very political. Don't uh -huh. get me wrong. Yeah, I think he had okay, a lot deeper Benetta. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and maybe that's what they were going for with here. Maybe they were thinking, well, if Alan Moore was helping us out, right? Maybe he would attack this subject. I Maybe. have to think that wherever he's lurking, whatever he liked this series. I don't know. I think uh, that he probably did. You know, I I would say so because it it to me held very true to what Watchmen the the book was. You know, 
So, I mean, uh, it's like I said, when, when I kind of want to watch my fantasy stuff, I kind of don't want to be reminded about the real world stuff. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Agree with you. You know, I'm like, oh, golly, like I have to see this in the fucking news. I really don't want to see it in the like, comic yeah. book series. You yeah. Know? Um, I thought they put it in a tidy bow, though. That was very like, it, it was, was, it was like. It, it quickly gets away from yeah. all that kind of. Like, they, they put my medicine in the dog treat and I was able to, yeah. and I was able to enjoy the dog treat without the, you know, the yeah. medicine was still there. Like, I was like, okay, I see what y'all are getting at, but it was fine. And and like I said, apparently like uh, Angela and Don Johnson's character, Judd Crawford, have a really tight relationship. They're super tight, you know, and they're having dinner, mm -hmm. you know, they show him he's really good with the kids and everything. Yeah. You know, obviously, when they tell him that the officer got shot, he he's like at a play. And they tell him, and he leaves right away. And he calls out the cops, and you know, it's a big deal when a cop gets shot because you're like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, but he seemed really cool, a really cool character. I liked him right away, Don Johnson. You know, I was like, oh, he seems to have his shit together. Yeah, and he seems to direct people in the right way. You know? Yeah, I agree. And like I, I said, him and Angela. For this little bit of time, you know, they have a really good Don Johnson and Regina King have a really good chemistry together. Yeah, I think we're uh, still like in episode one, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is why I tell people all the time. I said there are things that you can do that can make some shows go on forever, and you don't care about the characters. But quickly, this show establishes their relationship, and you care about Angela and 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 judd judd crawford you know, because yeah, he seems like a really yeah. good straight arrow cop right like you see him like around like he seems kids. to really well care. we do see him do a little bit of the blow and the thing that are, yeah yeah when he goes to the kitchen to get another bottle of wine or whatever and then oh, when he's sitting shit. at the table she tells him she's like you got whatever oh, on your nose man. or whatever so and then he's like oh shit you know what i mean like you know because her kids are there and he's with his wife whatever but you know at the same time i think you're given the impression like their job is super stressful you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like you know we Big we time. will learn more again you have to strap yourself in with the with the mindset of like this is a slow burn and they're building to and it a kind big of payout. and it did kind of it got me thinking i was like okay it looks like they're going trying with the beginning of watchmen mm -hmm. how rorschach kind of investigates and it's kind of like slow right yeah yeah this is not an easy read like no. i think people would think that this is like a like a fun superhero comic book and it's not like it, it's it starts it off is yeah kind of like this mm -hmm. you know murder mystery right that kind of you start delving deeper and deeper yes and then that's when you find out the big old conspiracy and that's kind of what this happened. It's a small murder investigation that turns into this really big conspiracy again. So. Yeah. Not to mention the whole comedian Silk Spectre stuff. The, the the first Silk Spectre, like how all that plays out is yeah. a very like deep story. Like yeah. it's like, holy fuck. You know what I mean? So, but um, yeah, so there's definitely some stuff going on in this. And then is it the end of the episode we have? What Pretty happens? Much like, yeah, there he's riding out into the highway, and all of a sudden he just gets all flat tires, like boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what the hell? And he looks, and he's like, you know, like, what the? F he sees like this, what, this strand almost yeah. of spikes? Yeah, like a, uh, they, they, they have the police have those, they're called for it, they're called. But the and then all of a sudden a light hits him. Right. And then, and, you know, you don't see what happens afterwards mm -hmm. until. What Angela gets a call, right? I think so. Yeah, she gets a call, and she goes out there. No, yeah, she gets a call from a, a mysterious voice. Yeah, a mysterious voice. Yeah, and then she goes out there. Uh, He's like, "Don't put your mask on. I know what you look like." So right, like that, you right. Know? So and she goes out as herself, not her 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 alter persona. Um, and he tells her where to go. She goes, and what does she find? Double A. She finds Judd and uh. Hung, hung up. Yeah. And it's uh Louis Gossett Jr. Mm -hmm. Uh he's very old. 
uh, but he's in a wheelchair, <laughs> yeah. and Don Johnson is dead. Yeah, he's been lynched. Um, and he's bad, in a tree real hanging. bad. Yeah, yeah. And Louis Gossett Jr. is there, and and I was kind of like, holy shit! Like I was like, wow, they killed off his character already. Right I was away. like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, I mean, right then, you know, the ball's rolling now, right? Because this was her friend. Yeah, you know what I mean. And she, uh, like I said, they had like a really great dinner. You know, he was entertaining her family. Yeah, family. The, the, the daughter was being very charming. He was yeah. being very charming. You know what I mean? And that's like, you and know, you know, it's you see how close they are. You know, yeah. it 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 established quickly that there was care, maybe even love between these two families, and it was obvious, and so it made you like them. You know what I mean? So it does that quickly. And you're just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, wow. Right, yeah. And does she take him right then, or does the episode end? It ends right there. Yeah. It just shows, like, Don Johnson hanging and, and, uh, and Louis Gossett yeah. in a wheelchair just with a flashlight. Right. And it just kind of ends on that. But it looks pretty creepy. Oh, you know? yeah. It's, it's just, like, out in the middle of the, <laughs> you know, the fucking nowhere. You he, know? He's in the wheelchair, and then he's, he's like, the, the feet just hanging or whatever, so... Okay, cool. Do they so like you know? And again, we won't go episode by episode because no, no. there's only nine, but they're like meaty episodes. Like I feel like I'm like man, like you know. Um, in my second rewatch, I didn't sit and watch it like I did at home the first time, and like on the TV, and I'm like invested in it. So I'm watching it or whatever, but I'm like you know doing stuff or whatever. So I'm watching it, I'm watching it, you know. And there you can miss a lot. There's a lot of story there to be told. So basically. Um, Let's let's talk about some of the other cast, uh, Double A. Um, so we've got uh, Don Johnson and Judd, and then you know we talked about Looking Glass, Tim Blake Nelson. I love the dude. Yeah, I um, know we know him from Buster Scruggs. I, I liked him in that. And he's I like in that him first in Hose. I like him in The Incredible Hulk. You know, he's done some other That's stuff. Right. He's so. a he's leader. He leader. was supposed to be, be leader. leader. Like he would have been great. Man, I, I forgot about yeah. that. That'd have been fantastic. The Edward Norton version, yeah. right? If you, if any of you guys are big fans of Old Brother, where art thou? Oh, brother, where art thou? Yeah, that's his, his yeah. kind of claim to fame. So he is great. I love him in this role. Uh, I did too. He was actually one of my favorite newer characters. So, mm -hmm. and uh, Regina King's husband is played by. Are you ready? You want to try yeah. it or me? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Yahia Abdul Mateen the second. Um, Calvin. Calvin plays her husband. It plays her husband, and we know him as you know. Well, he's Black Manta also in in Aquaman. Uh, in Aquaman, and now he's the current Candyman, Candyman or whatever. I don't know if he or, is Candyman. Know, but he's he comes in out Candyman. Candyman. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Uh, I, I really fantastic. don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, I, I loved him as Black Manta. I thought he was bad. I was kind of like rooting for him a little bit. I was like, oh, fuck Aquaman. He killed his dad. Black Manta has the right I to be pissed off. Yeah, he was being a real prick. Aquaman, oh, uh, Black Manta's dead. Oh, oh yeah. Well, he was being pricked. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> either way, it was like rough <laughs> on him. You know, he's caught in the middle here, but uh, he's stellar in this. Uh, he did win an Emmy for supporting actor. I didn't know that till today. Um, I didn't normally look at like who gets awards, or whatever. Even though I just watched this Emmy. Oh, just, and then uh, uh, we get a first look too at Jeremy Irons in this first episode. Yes, but you don't know who the hell he is. He's no. like some fucking old dude that's like living in his... a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, okay. And again, they're not giving you a lot. And it kind of took me a while to realize that they're like clones. All the same people, yeah, right? I was like, hey, that guy just looked like that guy, you know? Yeah, he's got like this maiden butler, but then you see other people that do other things. They're, but they're, they all, it's like a full staff. 
but it's like the same people. Yeah, like <laughs> all the men look like the one guy, and all the women look like the one lady or whatever. So you're like, what the hell? Where is he or whatever? And like, yeah, know. and it says that they're doing the the watchmaker's son on this one. Okay, the play. Ah, okay, that's what where it is. he's kind of uh, doing the story of John about how he turned into uh, Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, and uh, I was like, okay, cool. So he's doing a play. He he's got all the songs, and then all of a sudden he goes like this. And they start the fire where that guy's locked in the room, and that kind of blew me away because yeah, I was like, holy shit, that guy's really is burning. Yeah, like I was like, holy shit, and, and he's like, kind of like telling the other chick, like, you know, to keep going, keep going, right? And it's I not was like, just holy like a play. shit, and I was like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I just watching right now? And then they open the door, and then he's like charred up, and he's like, uh, go ahead and get rid of his body. And he was like, would you like to be the new whatever it was? I forgot, Mr. Phillips or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, okay. So yeah. it's like a play he wrote, and he's like. Well, it's you know, just like the, the, the Manhattan thing. The story, yeah. Right, the Dr. Manhattan story pretty much. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of like, you know, you just get like a little taste of that or whatever. You're, you're like, like what okay, what's going on yeah. here or whatever. But, you know, it's almost like it's almost like they're showing you things, and you have to kind of like keep it in your mind. And it's going to come back later, you know? And I, mean? I kind of was like, I had to put subtitles off because it was kind of hard to understand him. Right. On, on this scene. Okay. Okay. Because I think he had something in his mouth. And Maybe he had, so. like, fake teeth or something. Oh, really? Mouth. Yeah, because you can tell, like, Jeremy Irons doesn't talk like that. Oh, okay. You know, I, like we saw him in uh, Justice League. And he can understand it. Yeah, that's and true. And this one, it was kind of, like, really hard it. to understand. So. Hmm, I wonder what the choice was on that one. It looked like it that. looked like there, you could tell there was something in his mouth. Because even in the scenes that they show later of him, like, of him, yeah. he speaks fine. But yeah. it's, like, whatever, for some reason. In that particular part. Yeah, it's like he did, like, a Marlon Brando. Oh, okay. You know, like, okay. Marlon Brando put tissues in his mouth. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Interesting, interesting. But, yeah, we got that scene, and it's kind of like, oh, shit. And Jeremy Irons, just it's awesome just to have it do yeah we, he's Amen. always great i think he's fantastic in this i wanted to what you thought about him you know um because i was gonna tell you i was gonna be like oh, i i know that double is just gonna love jeremy <laughs> irons as as you know i think we can say you know is ozymandias you know and, which they really try to keep it quiet for like the first two three episodes where it really doesn't say it just leads you into these scenes with him and did you think it was Adrian right away um, when you were watching it? No. No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I, I think that that was my very first thought. Is I was like, oh, he that's cool. They got Jeremy Irons. But, I was a man just but then as I was watching, I was like, oh, maybe he's not maybe him. He's maybe he's not Adrian. And I was yeah. like, what's this story or whatever? Because I was already kind of feeling like you too, like in a way, a little bit disoriented. Like I was like, okay, maybe I just need to like kind of like think, approach it with it fresh no, eyes. It gives no clues that he's supposed to be Adrian. Do you feel like, Double A, that you can appreciate this show without having read the book? Or will you just be lost? I think I'd be super lost. I wouldn't know about the squid thing. I wouldn't know about Dr. Manhattan. Even with the things uh, that they say that they kind of drop in, you know, like. But they never mention Warshack, Night Owl. You know, they yeah. never mention how he really becomes Dr. Manhattan. That's true. You know, that is I mean, true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think you really need to read. You the do book. need to really need this. So it's really for fans of. I think the, the, so. The book. I really believe so. Okay. I get you. I get you. All right. So then, I'm not sure uh, what happens exactly next in this next episode or whatever. But... Uh. Well, they they do the whole kind of investigating mm -hmm. with Don Johnson. Okay. You were you right, know, and, and that's where you get more of a glimpse of what happened that one night. Which uh, check how much time we have because uh, that's going to be like a big topic. Yeah. No, about the, you know the the suit. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe we could just say just that part that okay. what she, he kind of, so. Well, there's so, like a, I mean, they call everyone, everybody. Yeah, Angela, they show Angela taking Louis Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't uh, take him to jail. She takes him to her. For some reason. She's going to open right? a cafe. Well, I think she's trying to conduct her own investigation. She's trying to be like, I want to catch this guy that got you yeah. know, the chief because they're friends or whatever. Yeah. So, so she's always telling everyone she's not police anymore. She's retired. Which is weird because it, I, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah. And she's wearing the badge when she's yeah. in her costume, but not when she's not. That's why I was I mean? like, uh. And it seems like most people know who each other is. Yeah. But maybe. You know, maybe not. Yeah, so I was like, uh. So anyway, she takes Louis Gossett uh, to uh, her, her soon-to-be soon to be restaurant or whatever. Vietnamese, it looks like bakery. Kind yeah. Of like. And how about how smart she is, Delay? Like, all the little things she does. Because number one, she's hurt about Judd's death. You know, Don Johnson. So yeah. she first ties, she handcuffs him. She does all this stuff. She's like, do you want a coffee, whatever, blah, blah. He's like, okay. So she's getting all his stuff ready. And then she goes and has a moment where she kind of gets to, like, let her grief out or whatever. Uh, which is powerful, ah, you know what I mean? Is. Yeah, you know, yeah. and she's a, she's a fantastic actress, uh, and she does great in that. Then she's right back to work, and I was like watching her skills as like a detective and as like a policewoman, you know, and and I guess you could say a superhero, or whatever. But I was like, oh, fuck, like that's fucking smart. Like I didn't think of like this, that, whatever, all the things <laughs> she was thinking of, to where um, and the you the the resources she utilizes, you know what I mean? So. Of course, it's taking place in like 2019, but it's a different 2019 than we have. It's completely different. Uh, Vietnam is the 51st state mm-hmm. of the United States, first off. That's where she grew up. Uh, Robert Redford is the president. Is the president. And has yeah. been for a long time, it seems, from like 80 or 90, 1993 to 2019 yeah he's still fucking president (laughs) and they kind of mentioned it early on but they don't really come back to it but like i guess that people that were direct descendants of this awful tulsa massacre uh which is a real thing uh in 1921 um they were receiving like um i guess you could call it like reparations or whatever they were you know going to be they were being paid by the government for the tragedy their family you know uh went through um so because of that they have these kind of like dna testing facilities or whatever and oh that's right yeah, that's right. yeah. she very smartly gets the the old man lewis gossett jr and we're calling by his actor name yet you know but right now but yeah because I don't, I don't know if they mentioned his name yet no they don't mention okay. his name yeah and she gets his dna from the cup and that's how she finds out like more who he who is, he is. And I, yeah 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 and it ties back to the earlier story we saw in episode yeah. like one so uh, uh, we're right at the break right now, guys. So we'll take this quick break and then uh, we'll read some comments and then we'll see what you guys think about watching the show. Go for it. All right, guys. If you heard that blip, the commercial is gone. Uh, Anchor took our commercial away, I guess. I guess we okay. weren't we weren't ad worthy anymore. So they were like, <laughs> no more. Or maybe they heard our content and was like, oh, fuck, these guys are raunchy. We don't want them promoting us. So. Yeah, raunchy. Uh, that's usually me. Yeah. If you heard the last joke, then it was it was me. The, <laughs> the, the, the off-air joke, guys. Go to the YouTube and check it out. Subscribe <laughs> to us on there, and then you'll you get to hear my, my raunchier jokes I do during the break. Uh, but tonight, Double A, one of your favorite books, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And one of my favorite books. Uh, I own two copies, a, a soft copy, soft cover copy that I bought because it was just going to be my reader, and I was going to just be like, okay. But then when I was like, I love this book so much, I need a hardcover. I went and bought one. Yeah, and same here. I have two editions, uh, soft and hard, mm-hmm. and I even got the issue one. 
<laughs> I yeah. just love it so much. Yeah, and it's highly recognizable. It's always in the list for a hundred greatest. Always. They just put it with the novels. It's not even graphic novel. A hundred greatest novels. So they treat it like a book. But it is The Watchmen. Guys, you all, you all know The Watchmen. And you're like, oh, we're going to talk about The Watchmen book, whatever. No, we're not going to talk about The Watchmen book. Because I had mentioned this to AA a long time ago. I said, hey, are you watching the HBO series? Because I started it and, and I stopped and then I went back. I had waited till my DVR recorded them all, um, and then I went back. It wasn't one of those initially where I felt like I could just like uh, keep going. You know what I mean? I was I was like, okay, I was like, all right, like what what's going on here? Like I kind of felt like, and I uh -huh. wasn't all the way into it. But then once I really went into it, and then when you mentioned that you wanted to to, to binge it and watch it, I was like, oh, I this is a great opportunity for me to watch it again. And man, boy, was it just as good the second time around. I would watch it again. I didn't even realize all the accolades it got. Um, but uh, the Wa Watchmen, it's just called Watchmen uh, on HBO. That's what we're talking about tonight. This series, uh, totally fantastic, I think. I'm eager to, we ha I haven't asked you anything because I wanted to <laughs> I get your opinions on air. And I want to hear um, what you think, what you want to say about it, how you want to start talking about it. Well, first off, it's a sequel. Uh it really has no involvement with Alan Moore. Alan Moore always just wants his name taken off. Mm. But apparently Dave Gibbons, the co-creator, gave it all his blessing. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. It's set 34 years later after 1985, after the whole uh, New York incident. Mm -hmm. And so it starts off with like a pretty much a whole brand new cast of characters. Yeah. I mean... I and when Double A says sequel, sequel to the comic book, yeah, not, not, not to, the movie, yeah, not, to sorry, the not the movie, movie or whatever. Although I felt like the movie Snyder's rendition was very true, and I would have said it in the movie, except they changed the ending back to the comic book, right? So. Which, which we kind of thought in the movie, we were like, yeah, you kind of had to do it because that would have been weird. And then I saw it in the show, and I was like, oh, that's fine. But, I was like, okay, no, but I, I think it fits on the show. Yeah, I, I still don't think you could do that like in the movie. In the movie, everybody yeah. would have been like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's it's fine. Uh, I'm not gonna lie; I kind of had trouble the first two episodes, man. Yeah, well, that's uh, I, I did too. Like, I did too. Like, I was like, "This is kind of rough." Like, I'm like, I was trying to paddle against the tide here, and I was what was slowing you down? What like, was it? The whole story at first, I was like, are, are they trying to do like what they did in Watchmen? You mm -hmm. know, the the whole murder investigation. Mm -hmm. I was like, are they trying to do that? And it kind of took me a while to like, kind of like, all right, because it doesn't give you a lot early on. No, you know, you're seeing like this really this doesn't. young little boy in the twenties in Tulsa. Yeah. yeah, well, that one okay, that kind of grabbed me because it was like, oh really? It was okay. violent. It was very okay. violent. But then the whole cop thing. Is what oh, threw me off. Oh, 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 okay. You know? That that aspect. Yeah, like I was like, I didn't understand the mask. Uh, I didn't understand the other part. I was like, what's going on here? You when know? he had to call in about the gun, right? Yeah, and then that too, the gun Spoilers thing. Spoilers if you haven't seen this, guys. Right now, we're gonna have. spoil the like, shit out of yeah, it. Yeah, like two, two years. years. Uh, the Watchmen show on HBO Max. You can watch the whole thing, and you should. It's nine episodes. It's so juicy. I think. Um, you know what's funny? Okay, go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. I did like that. Yeah. Okay, like okay, so that kind of like I was like, okay, cool. Uh, really good opening, kind mm -hmm. of sucked me in. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I was really confused. I was like, what the fuck's going on? What yes. are they trying to do here? Yes, you know, and 
the cops wearing the mask. I was like, okay, that's that's weird because you really don't find out until much what, later. Much later, yeah. And then you know the mask thing, like oh, yeah. the bad guys are kind of wearing this Rorschach right here, guys. And if you read the the comic, Rorschach's not like a bad guy, and he's not even come close to what these guys that start wearing the masks become. Yeah, you know? he's like a true antihero, I think Rorschach is, but they totally take that, and I mean, yeah, because, the wrong people take that in this, and then they misuse it. And somehow the uh, the Rorschach journal does get out. Mm-hmm. They do report that that it does get out, but I don't think it really leads to what I guess what he was hoping it would lead right, to. Right, right. Um, well, somehow, it, it's like the end of the book, right? It goes to the New Frontiers yeah. or whatever, but... And somehow they get in, and like you told me in the car, it was kind of like they kind of twisted it and made it like their own kind of version. And in this group is called the 7th Calvary. It's a, a new brand of the KKK. Yeah, pretty much white supremacists uh, have like taken certain things that they want and twisted them into their own. And they all wear his mask. Yeah, they all wear the Rorschach mask like this. I was gonna wear it tonight. I don't know if it's like in the context of this show, probably not that good. I don't know if it's because it's the no compromise thing, you know, because he was always being on that, the no Mm -hmm. compromise, no compromise, and they just kind of twisted it and used it for their own kind of like agenda. Uh, but it's like it looks like it's a big old war between them and the cops. Yeah, and maybe uh, it's too because they chose to use it because you know whatever came out with his journal contradicted what was the the belief yeah, the believed yeah. uh, thing that happened was that this giant squid fell on New York and released this uh, you know phasonic uh, blast and it like killed three million people. But again, you know, if you're familiar with the Watchmen book, the whole reason why, you know, Ozymandias did, does this, you know, Adrian Veidt, is because... We were close to the nuclear countdown. Right. Clock. Yeah. Doomsday clock. Nixon was still president in that in that, in that that universe. And yeah, they were getting ready for pretty much like nuclear war. So to do this, he kind of chooses to unite the world against a common enemy. But he does it in this very like dramatic fashion or whatever of, of again, dropping this it's what is supposed to be a trans-dimensional alien has fallen into the into the you know New York City and and uh, as it's dying it kills all it releases these a psionic blast mm-hmm. that just like yeah saps people's minds so right away you you're getting that back that back scene from the twenties with that ugly massacre right and then you're getting this cop you know the cops and the mm-hmm. and the Seventh Calvary it's kind of like so that kind of was like, okay, we're going there. We're going to the, like, kind of like uh, the white supremacist thing. We're, we're yeah. going there. I was yeah. like, because in the Watchmen book, I really don't think it has any of that. It's a no. murder story, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So this was kind of like, I was kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know how he felt about that. I was kind of like, uh, you know? Yeah. So as my second time around, what I was realizing is I was like, man, they like again it once it picks up and it ramps up you're like all the way in you're like holy shit like once once i once it picked and again sometimes it's hard to watch things week to week because you're kind of like and i feel like they did fill these episodes up there's like a lot in the episodes like i'm like man they pack a lot into that hour you know what i mean it's a full hour you know because it's hbo um and but but uh they're also packing in a lot of stories. So it's like, man, it's like a lot of stories. So you're like, you, you do a lot of this. It, it depends on how you are. I totally get where double A is coming from. Cause I started it and I stopped it. And then I started it again. And then I stopped it. And then on the third time I wanted to, to get through 
because there was interesting aspects, whatever. But again, I had to just kind of let the ball get rolling. You're meeting a whole new cast. Maybe the only thing you see early on is you get to see the Archie. He kind of comes out or whatever in the yeah, in, in the beginning. Yeah. And the, the trailers had me so psyched because I was like, oh, my gosh, there's all these things I recognize or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, how are they going to work that in? But I didn't know who was who and what was what. And they do a very good job of not telling you all that right away. Like, it's a very slow burn, but to a very excellent payoff. But you have to be patient and you have to to suck in the story. And I think that it's definitely one that is better it's going to keep getting better upon each rewatch. We just had a conversation about a particular character and he's like, did you notice this? And I was like, I remember that scene, but, and I watched it twice and I was like, I don't, I, I did not make that connection. So I definitely feel like it's one of those things where there's a lot of little things that, that come into play. So go, but go ahead, double, where are you going to get to next? Uh, So, you know, they, they capture that dude, that dude, you know, that shot the officer. Right. And they start asking him, you know, or, you know, are you part of the Seventh Cavalry? Mm-hmm. And we get introduced to Wade Tilden, uh, aka Looking Glass, mm-hmm. and he has like he's a cop, and he has this mask that's like a mirror, like a mirror mask. Mm-hmm. You know, is and you know he takes his suspect into like this pod, mm-hmm. and he just starts showing him like images of like I guess white supremacist stuff, and he he's just asking him questions while he's like. You know, changing the pictures all around him. It's supposed to, I guess, induce, um, you know, what, like your true feelings, maybe yeah. coming out. Like yeah. what he, like one of the questions he asks is like, you know, what if I defecated on the American flag? How would you feel about right. that? Right. You know, he's like defecated. Yeah. Shit. What if I shit on the flag? Yeah. And then he's like, Have you ever been part of the Seventh Cavalry? But he's like keeps changing like the images of like all these different pictures. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't give anything away, the dude. But then, you know, when he comes out of the pot, they're like, what do you think? He's like, yeah, he's 7th Calvary. Which uh, Angela Abar, uh, Regina King's character, she's like, okay, I'll take it from here. Mm -hmm. She beats the shit out. She beats the fuck out of this guy. You know, just off camera. They don't show it, but it's like, it's awesome. It's like a lot of blood that comes out. Yeah. Holy shit. She... Is a fucking badass in this show, man. I didn't realize she won the Emmy for it. She 100% deserved it. She's a house of fire. She fucking is badass. I just been seeing those new Cadillac commercials she's been doing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I like, I love, I love her. I love her. She's awesome. And she's awesome in this as a sister night. Sister uh, night. Angela Avar, that's her, her. And it's weird her because that was another thing that was kind of throwing me off. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. you had Looking Glass, which his name is Looking Glass. They don't even call him Wade Tillman. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a mask. Then you got her, Angela. She's a cop too, but then she had kind of has like this whole getup. It kind of looks like Green Arrow a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, then they show another cop, Red Scare. Red Scare. He's yeah. dressed in red, you know? <laughs> and he's clearly like, uh, you know, uh, a Russian because he's got the heavy Ruski accent. You know? And Don Johnson is the chief of police, but he's dressed like in just a regular police outfits so i was kind of like what is this like another sector of the cops or yeah i mean kind of glazed... they're all wearing masks yeah we kind of know? glazed over it real quick but the the regular police are wearing this like yellow mask and this cop's doing like a, he's, a, he's an african-american cop a black cop does a routine traffic stop on this guy and the guy's like got you know he's hauling like lettuce he's like a truck guy whatever well you and know that's like a dead giveaway apparently yeah 
Yeah, uh, so he has suspicions, this cop. So he and he also notices the, the Rorschach mask yeah. in the guy's glove compartment when he gets his yeah. license and registration. And that kind of freaked him out right away. Yeah. So he's like, Okay, let me let me go run your license yeah. and registration. So when he goes and he doesn't have his firearm. Yeah, he, and, and this is weird too. Like uh the cops, they have to kind of like tell the dispatcher, kind of like, I have a situation, I need my gun, buzz my gun, because it's like locked up. It's right. you can't just get it. It's locked. Yeah. And the dispatcher has to buzz it. And when it goes green, that's when he can pull the gun. Right. So I was kind of like, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. It is interesting, especially with kind of but all the, the things that are happening. But then the, the dispatcher is like, okay. And, it, you know, he's saying that he's pushing the button and he's not. And then until he finally releases it. Yeah. Well, it's already too late. The guy gets out and fucking blasts him with the rifle. He's got his assault rifle or whatever. And at the same time, he has to kind of justify it to the dispatcher. He's like, yeah. hey, look, I saw a Rorschach mask in his glove. And he's like, are you sure it was that? Yeah, he's like, like the dispatcher's like, come on, man. Him, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, but again. That should be, that's like the, the red flag. That's like their number one enemy. Yeah. And this guy's trying to tell him, like, he, yeah, he's part of the Seventh Cavalry. But an interesting social commentary, right? Double A, given all the things with yes. police, you know yes. what I mean? Like, I think that this show does not shy away from any of the topics of today, but it's kind of wrapping them in this. But it's and that's setting. kind of like I was kind of getting thrown off a little bit because, like I said, Watchmen wasn't all about this kind of stuff. It is political in nature. Yeah, it's very heavy and political. But I was kind of like, oh, okay, it, like they show comedian doing things for the government. Mm-hmm. But like Night Owl and Warshack, what they're doing isn't really like political. You know, it's like no. a murder investigation. Yes. He's subtly putting like Alan Moore is very political. Don't uh-huh. get me wrong. Yeah, I think he had okay, a lot of yeah. you know. <laughs> and maybe that's what they were going for with here. Maybe they were thinking, well, if Alan Moore was helping us out, right, maybe he would attack this subject. I Maybe. have to think that wherever he's lurking, whatever he liked this series. I don't know. I think uh, that he probably did. You know, I I would say so because it it to me held very true to what Watchmen the the book was. You know. So I mean, uh, it's like I said when when I kind of want to watch my fantasy stuff, I kind of don't want to be reminded about the real world stuff. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I agree with you. You know, I'm like, oh, golly, like I have to see this in the fucking news. I really don't want to see it in the like comic yeah. book series. Yeah. Um. I thought they put it in a tidy bow though. That was very like it, it was, was. It was like it, it quickly gets away from yeah all that kind of. Like, they, they put my medicine in the dog treat, and I was able to yeah. and I was able to enjoy the dog treat without the you know, yeah. medicine was still there. Like I was like, okay, I see what y'all are getting at, but it was fine. And and like I said, apparently like uh, Angela and Don Johnson's character Judd Crawford have a really tight relationship. They're super tight, you know, and they're having dinner. Mm-hmm. You know, they show he's really good with the kids and everything. Yeah. You know, obviously, when they tell him that the officer got shot, he he's like at a play. And they tell him, and he leaves right away, and he calls out the cops. And you know, it's a big deal when a cop gets shot because you're like, "What the fuck?" You know? Yeah. Uh, so, but he seemed really cool, a really cool character. I liked him right away, Don Johnson. You know, I was like, "Oh, he seems to have his shit together." Yeah, and he seems to direct people in the right way. You know? Yeah, I agree. And like I you agree. said, him and Angela. For this little bit of time, you know, they have a really good Don Johnson and Regina King have a really good chemistry together. Yeah, I think we're uh, still like in episode one, right? Yeah, like, yeah. And this is why I tell people all the time: I said there are things that you can do that can make some shows go on forever, and you don't care about the characters. But quickly, this show establishes their relationship, and you care about Angela and 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 
Judd. Judd Crawford. Yeah, because yeah, he seems like a really yeah. good straight arrow cop. Right. Like you see him like around. Like he the seems kids. to really well, care. We do see him do a little bit of the blow and the thing. Right. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, when he goes to the kitchen to get another bottle of wine or whatever, and then oh, when he's sitting shit. at the table, she tells him she's like, "You got whatever oh, on your nose man. or whatever." So, and then he's like, "Oh shit," you know what I mean? Like, you know, because her kids are there and he's with his wife, whatever. But you know, at the same time, I think you're given the impression like their job is super stressful. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, you Big know, time. we Big we time. will learn more. Again, you have to strap yourself in with the with the mindset of like this is a slow burn and they're building to and then kind big of payoff. and it did kind of th- it got me thinking i was like okay it looks like they're going trying with the beginning of watchmen mm-hmm. how rorschach kind of investigates and it's kind of like slow right yeah yeah this is not an easy read like no. i think people would think that this is like a like a fun superhero comic book and it's not like it, it's it starts it off is yeah kind of like this mm-hmm. you know murder mystery right that kind of you start delving deeper and deeper yes and then that's when you find out the big old conspiracy and that's kind of what this happened. It's a small murder investigation that turns into this really big conspiracy again. So. Yeah. Not to mention the whole comedian Silk Spectre stuff. The, the the first Silk Spectre, like how all that plays out is yeah. a very like deep story. Like yeah. it's like, holy fuck. You know what I mean? So, but um, yeah, so there's definitely some stuff going on in this. And then is it the end of the episode we have? What Pretty happens? Much like, yeah, there he's riding out into the highway, and all of a sudden he just gets all flat tires, like boom, 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 boom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "What the hell?" And he looks, and he's like, you know, like what the? He sees like this, what this strand almost yeah. of spikes. Yeah, like a uh, what they 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 have the police have those. They're called for it. They're called it. And then all of a sudden, a light hits him. Right. And then and, you know you don't see what happens afterwards mm-hmm. until. What Angela gets a call, right? I think so. Yeah, she gets a call, and she goes out there. No, yeah, she gets a call from a, a mysterious voice. Yeah, a mysterious voice. Yeah, and then she goes out there. He's uh, like, "Don't put your mask on. I know what you look like." So right, like that, you right. Know? So and she goes out as herself, not her 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 alter persona. Um, and he tells her where to go. She goes, and what does she find? Double A. She finds Judd and uh, hug. Hung up. Yeah. And it's uh Lewis Gossett Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh he's very old, uh, but he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. And Don Johnson is dead. Yeah. He's been lynched. Um and he's bad. in a tree. Real hanging. bad. Yeah. Yeah. And Lewis Gossett Jr. is there. And and I was kind of like, holy shit. Like I was like, wow, they killed off his character already. Right I was away. like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh right thing, you know, the ball's rolling now, right? Because this was her friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she... Uh, like I said, they have like a really great dinner. You know, he was entertaining her family. Yeah, family. The, the, the daughter was being very son. charming. He was yeah. being very charming. You know what I mean? And that's like... You and, know, you know, it's... You see how close they are, you know? Yeah. It, it, it established quickly that there was care, maybe even love between these two families. And it was obvious. And so it made you like them. You know what I mean? So it does that quickly. And you're just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like wow, right? Yeah, and does she take him right then, or does the episode end? It ends right there. Yeah. It just shows like Don Johnson hanging and and, uh, and yeah, Lewis, Lewis Gossett, Gossett. Yeah. in a wheelchair, just with a flashlight, right? And it just kind of ends on that, but it looks pretty creepy. Oh you know? yeah, it's, it's just yeah, like out in the middle of the, you know, the fucking nowhere. You he, know? He's in the wheelchair, and then these you know, the the feet just hanging, or whatever. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. Though they so like you know, and again, we won't go episode by episode because no, no. there's only nine, but they're like meaty episodes. Like I feel like I'm like man, like you know, um, in my second rewatch, I didn't sit and watch it like I did at home the first time and like on the TV, and I'm like invested in it. 
So I'm watching it or whatever, but I'm like, you know, doing stuff or whatever. So I'm watching it, I'm watching it, you know, and there you can miss a lot. There's a lot of story there to be told. So basically, um, let's let's talk about some of the other cast, uh, double A. Um, so we've got uh Don Johnson and Judd, and then you know, we talked about Looking Glass. Tim Blake Nelson. I love the dude. Yeah, I uh, know we know him from Buster Scruggs, I, I liked him in that. And he's I like in that him first in Hose. I like him in The Incredible Hulk. You know, he's done some other That's stuff. That's right. He's so. a he's leader. He leader. was supposed to be a leader. leader. Like, he would have been great. Man, that, I forgot about yeah. that. That would have been fantastic. The Edward Norton version. Yeah. Right? If you, if any of you guys are big fans of Old Brother, where are they? Old Brother, where are they? Yeah. That's uh, his, his yeah. Other kind of claim to fame. So he is great. I love him in this role. Uh, I did too. He was actually one of my favorite newer characters. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, Regina King's husband is played by, are you ready? You want to try it or me? Yahya Abdul Mateen II. Um, Calvin. Calvin. Plays her it, husband. It plays her husband. And we know him as, you know, well, he's Black Manta also in, in, Aquaman. Uh, in Aquaman. And now he's the current Candyman Candy or whatever. I don't know if or, he is Candyman. He's he comes in Candyman. Candy Man. Yeah, he's in it. Yeah. Uh, I, I really fantastic. don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I loved him as Black Manta. I thought he was bad. I was kind of like rooting for him a little bit. I was like, oh, fuck Aquaman. He killed his dad. Black Manta has the right I to be this guy. Yeah, he was being a real prick. Oh, uh, Black Manta's dad. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, he was being a prick. Yeah. Too, but, you know. Come on, man. Uh, either way, it was like rough <laughs> on him. You know, he's caught in the middle here, but uh, he's stellar in this. Uh, he did win an Emmy for supporting actor. I didn't know that till today. Um, I didn't normally look at like who gets awards, or whatever. Even though I just watched this Emmy. Oh, and then uh, we can get a first look too at Jeremy Irons in this first episode. Yes, but you don't know who the hell he is. He's no. like some fucking old dude that's like living in this a weird situation. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, okay. And again, they're not giving you a lot. And it kind of took me a while to realize that they're like clones. All the same people, yeah, right? I was like, hey, that guy just looked like that guy, you know? Yeah, he's got like this maiden butler, but then you see other people that do other things. They're, but they're... They all, it's like a full staff, but it's like the same people. Yeah, <laughs> like all the men look like the one guy and all the women look like the one lady or whatever. So you're like, what the hell? Where is he or whatever? And like, yeah, you know, and it says that they're doing the, the watchmaker's son on this one. Okay. The play. Ah, okay. That's what Where it is. It's, he's kind of uh, doing the story of John about how he turned into uh, Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay, cool. So he's doing a play. He, he's got all the songs. And then all of a sudden he goes like this. And it starts to fire where that guy's locked in the room. And that kind of blew me away because yeah. I was like, holy shit, that guy's really is burning. Yeah. Like, I was like, holy shit. And, and he's like, kind of like telling the other chick, like, you know, to keep going, keep going. Right. And it's I not was like, just holy like a play. Shit. And I was like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I just watching right now? And then he opened the door and then he's like charred up and he's like, uh, go ahead and get rid of his body. And he was like, would you like to be the new whatever it was? I forgot, Mr. Phillips or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's, and they were like, okay. So yeah. it's like a play he wrote, and he's like. Well, it's you know, just like the, the Manhattan thing. The story, right, know? the Dr. Manhattan story pretty much. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of like, you know, you just get like a little taste of that or whatever. You're, you're kind of like, like okay, what's going on yeah. here or whatever. But, you know, it's almost like it's almost like they're showing you things, and you have to kind of like keep it in your mind. And it's going to come back later, you know? And I I kind of was like, I had to put subtitles off because it was kind of hard to understand him right? on on this scene. Okay, okay. Because I think he had something in his mouth. Maybe he had like fake teeth or something. Oh, really? Yeah, because you can tell, like, Jeremy Irons doesn't talk like that. Oh, okay. You know, like we saw him in uh, Justice League. 
and he could understand me. Yeah, that's and true. this one it was kind of like really it. hard to understand. So. Hmm, I wonder what the choice was on that. One. It looked like it looked that. like there. You can tell there was something in his mouth because even in the scenes that they show later of him, like of him, yeah, he speaks fine. But yeah. it's like whatever for some reason in that particular part. Yeah, it's like he did like a Marlon Brando. Oh, okay. You know, like okay. Marlon Brando put tissues in his mouth. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Interesting, interesting. But yeah, we got that scene, and it's kind of like, oh shit! And Jeremy Irons, just it's awesome just to have a dude. Yeah, we, he's always great. I think he's fantastic in this. I wanted to what you thought about him, you know, because um, I was gonna tell you I was gonna be like, oh, I I know that Double is just gonna love Jeremy <laughs> Irons as as you know. I think we can say it, you know is Ozymandias, you know, and, which they really try to keep it quiet for like the first two three episodes where it really doesn't say it just leads you into these scenes with him and did you think it was adrian right away um when you're watching it no no i didn't okay. i didn't i i think that that was my very first thought is i was like oh he that's cool that guy german but then as i was watching i was like oh maybe he's not maybe him. he's maybe. not adrian and i was yeah. like what's this story or whatever because i was already kind of feeling like you too like in a way a little bit disoriented like i was like Okay, maybe I just need to like kind of like think approach it with it fresh no, eyes. It gives no clues that he's supposed to be Adrian. Do you feel like double A that you can appreciate this show without having read the book, or will you just be lost? I think I'd be super lost. I wouldn't know about the squid thing. I wouldn't know about Doctor Manhattan. Even with the things uh, that they say that they kind of drop in, you know, like but they never mention Warshack Night Owl. You know, they yeah. never mention how he really becomes Doctor Manhattan. That's true. You know, that is I mean, true. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I think you really need to read. You the do book. need to really need this. So it's really for fans of. I think the, the, so. The book. I really believe so. Okay. I get you. I get you. All right. So then, I'm not sure uh, what happens exactly next in this next episode or whatever. But... Uh. Well, they they do the whole kind of investigating mm-hmm. with Don Johnson. Okay. You were you right, know, and, and that's where you get more of a glimpse of what happened that one night. Which uh, check how much time we have because uh, that's going to be like a big topic. Yeah. No about the, you know the the suit, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe we could just say just that part that okay. she he kind of so well. There's so, like a, I mean, they call everyone everybody. Yeah, Angela. They show Angela taking Louis Scotson Jr. Mm-hmm. And she uh, doesn't take him to jail. She takes him to her for some reason. She's gonna open right? a cafe. Well, I think she's trying to conduct her own investigation. She's trying to be like, I want to catch this guy that got you yeah. know, the chief because they're friends or whatever. Yeah. So. so She's always telling everyone she's not police anymore. She's retired. Which is weird because it, I, I don't know how that's possible. Yeah, and she's wearing the badge when she's yeah. in her costume, but not when she's not. That's why I was like, uh... And it seems like most people know who each other is, Yeah, but maybe, you know, maybe not. Yeah, so I was like, uh... So anyway, she takes Louis Gossett uh, to uh, her her soon, rest, to be soon to be restaurant or whatever. Vietnamese, it looks like bakery. Kind yeah. Of like. And how about how smart she is, Devil? Like all the little things she does. Because number one, she's hurt about Judd's death, you know, Don Johnson. So yeah. she first tight, she handcuffs him, she does all this stuff. She's like, Do you want a coffee? Whatever, blah, blah. He's like, Okay. So she's getting all his stuff ready. And then she goes and has a moment where she kind of gets to like let her grief out or whatever. Uh, which is powerful. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Is. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she's a, she's a fantastic actress. Uh, and she does great in that. Then she's right back to work. And I was like watching her skills as like a detective and as like a police woman, you know, and, and I guess you could say a superhero or whatever. But I was like, oh, fuck, like that's fucking smart. Like I didn't think of like this, that, whatever, all the things <laughs> she was thinking of to where, um, and the, the, the resources she utilizes, you know what I mean? So 
Of course, it's taking place in like 2019, but it's a different 2019 than we have. It's completely different. Uh, Vietnam is the 51st state mm -hmm. of the United States, first off. That's where she grew up. Uh, Robert Redford is the president. Is the president. And has yeah. been for a long time, it seems, from like 80 some, or 90, 1993 to 2019. 2019, yeah. He's still fucking president. <laughs> so. And they kind of mentioned it early on, but they don't it but like i guess that people that were direct descendants of this awful tulsa massacre uh which is a real thing uh in 1921 um they were receiving like um i guess you could call it like reparations or whatever they were you know going to be they're being paid by the government for the tragedy their family you know uh went through um so because of that, they have these kind of like DNA testing facilities or whatever. And oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. She very smartly gets the the old man, Louis Gossett Jr. And we're calling by his actor name yet, you know, but right now. But yeah, because I don't I don't know if they mentioned his name yet. No, they don't mention okay. his name. Yeah. And she gets his DNA from the cup, and that's how she finds out like more who he who is. He and is. I, yeah. 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 And it ties back to the earlier story we saw in episode yeah. like one. So uh, uh, we're right at the break right now, guys. So we'll take this quick break and then uh, we'll read some comments and then we'll see what you guys think about watching the show. Go for it. All right, Double A. So anyone that was uh, watching us on YouTube knows that we just had some technical difficulty there. Hopefully we can cut that out of the audio version at least. But either way, we're back. Um, again, as Joe says, and we're back. On okay, that so, yeah, so we, we get into this moment. Everyone's on foot now. Everyone knows what happened. And, mm -hmm. you know... Um, she pulls the DNA off Will, and then she gets back. Uh, Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah. And uh, she's holding Don Johnson as she, as they're pulling him down, and she has this really great memory, kind of sad, kind of really nice moment, mm -hmm. memory. Uh, there is this event called uh, the White Knight. Uh, right. Where, That's right. I don't know. The Seventh Cavalry. Uh, yes. All of a sudden, they did. They got massively coordinated, and they attacked about 40 officers at their homes on Christmas Day. I think it was Christmas Day. Yeah. And, uh, man, they they killed a lot of cops that night. How fucking awful, right? Yeah, that's really awful. Kicking people's doors, cops. On, on Christmas, Christmas when they're at their most vulnerable. Attack you know? them and attack their families. Mm -hmm. And uh, her partner gets killed. Um, and he had three kids, and we understand because she's got three kids who you see earlier but they're not her and her husband are african-american they're black and her and they're uh um, white but their kids are white so you're like what's going on here or whatever so this is where we find but out on this christmas night they're like her and cal are dancing and he's waiting till 12 o'clock to open up a box or whatever mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she hears something right she hears some shit yes and she's like you know get down and sure yes. enough yeah there's uh, they attack her isn't she extremely like adept like yeah. she knows she's so aware of her surroundings she's so a good policewoman but not even that but just like a good like i mean if she is she has a great hero, instincts. great instincts yeah and they write it so well and she and i'm like get those people to do you know i would say like it's batman you know what i mean but I'll take a night wing, you know what I mean? Like th those people need to work on Titans because it could be tightened up a little bit. You don't see very much, but you see obviously she gets really fucked up and it looks like she's about to get killed or and something happens. Yeah. Something and then happens. she wakes up like in a hospital and Judd is there, Don Johnson. Mm -hmm. And he tells her about everything that happened. He says Cal was there with her. He's fine. But he was there for three days. He told him to go home. 
you know, clean up and come back. I'll watch her. Yeah. And he tells her about, you know, all the, the events that happened, all the cops that got killed. And that's where they really get to know each other. He tells them, call me Judd. Yeah. And, you know, by the end of the conversation, she's like, call me Angela, you know, and yeah. you can tell that, that this ordeal really straightened their friendship. And she always remembered that, you know, that event, yeah. that moment, that night, I guess, where they really clicked, you know. And the results of this happening was that they felt like police officers' lives were in danger. Because, because you can see their face. Their identities, their name, you know what I mean? Like name. So that's know, where they kind of make sense. Okay, well, that seemed kind of smart. I was like, okay, so they had the cops wear the masks, almost like executioners used to, because, you know, they didn't want them to be haunted i guess in the afterlife by these people that's right. why the executioners used to wear the mask Interesting. i don't think i knew yeah that. so yeah. and the master oddly this is like 2019 2019 it's, like, before, it's kind of the uh everyone wears the uh what do they call them the uh the, the neck uh the neck the neck gator, gator. The gators yeah that's kind of what they're in, but they're yellow, which is neat because, you know, yellow is a very prominent color with the Watchmen book when you think about it. But, yeah, it's interesting how they... But then I was kind of like, oh, yeah. okay, well, that makes sense because you really can't tell a person, right? So it's like, right. okay, that's kind of safer for the cops, you know, in a way. See, people know? that at the time were watching the show were like, that's not believable. You'll recognize them. And then it's like a year later, we're like, no, I don't know anybody like, yeah, with a fucking that, mask on. <laughs> is that her? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know so. what I mean? So, yeah, that's why we see that officer in the early thing. He He's in his car, but then he picks it up, his mask. And it's kind of funny me re-watching it, right? Because I watched it then, and I'm rewatching, it, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a common thing now to lift up your mask. Know, You're about to get out and I talk know. to somebody. An entirely different reason. But um, that's why we learned that, that it's like, okay, that they were. Because they, of this terrible night that happened. Yeah, and if you're a policeman, you don't tell people you're a policeman. You're like, oh, you know. Yeah, you I know, go to I go to know. night classes, yeah. mm -hmm. or I you know whatever I work a night job at you know yeah fucking Domino's or something or whatever. You just don't tell people that you're a police person. So yeah, we see that bonding part of there, and then there's something you know she finds out at the DNA thing. Angela finds out yeah. about that. You know, mm -hmm. uh, Louis Gossett Jr., uh, who has yet been unnamed. What we can kind of figure is the well, little boy from the yeah. beginning, mm -hmm. based on the age, that that that's. Well, they reveal who it is. It's Will Reeves who Will said Reeves. The, the kid like disappears, mm -hmm. you know, and you know, obviously he changes his name, I believe. Yeah. Because his parents were he didn't say that till the Obi very end. Williams though. and Ruth Williams. Right. And to the very end, does yeah. he say why? Uh, why he took that why name, took whatever. As you see him, I mean, we could just say it now because that's not that pivotal, but he's watching a, a black and white movie. It's his mom played the piano, the like it was the silent, film. silent film. So she's doing the dun 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 dun, dun, dun. And it's a it's a black sheriff, whatever. It's real life. It's real based sheriff. on real life. Bass real Reeves. Sheriff, yes, right. Yes. Yeah, it was the black sheriff of Oklahoma, or whatever. Which I didn't know was real, but I thought yeah, was really was. cool, or whatever. Yeah. But it's neat in the beginning because you see him in this hood and a cape, and he throws their sheriff down, and they're like the church people come out and they're like, oh shit, what happened? We may have... <laughs> give us a second. Oh, uh, if this dies, and it's clear, I'll go to where's yours at? The right there, two e. Oh, why is it so low? No, no, not that one. Oh. Not that one. 2e right there oh let me cancel that are we back guys are we back are we back in the mix here oh my goodness uh, what a it's getting exciting it's getting exciting you know, i love i love this shit Ugh. i live for when this show goes this way that's what i live for let me turn off my hotspot now 
uh, <laughs> as if I knew how to do that. I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so we, we kind of get closer and closer to who she is, and they find out that that's her grandfather, her mm-hmm. grandfather, which she knew nothing about. She, I mean, she had no idea. Right. You know, she, she's shocked by that news because the, the little DNA thing tells her, it's like, oh, this is your little acorn kind of, thing, whatever it says. Yeah, the acorn, that's what's cool. That's kind of neat, right? That was cool. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's some little, like, techie things within the show that you're kind of like, oh, that's pretty It sweet. was really cool technology. Yeah, a lot of technology in this in this show. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, she finds out. She's like, but she's like, how the fuck did you hang you? You're in a wheelchair. You're yeah. 100 years old. How the fuck did you hang him? He continues to claim that he's the one that did it. But not only that, too, she's also kind of like, how the fuck are you my grandfather? Like, you know, uh, she's an orphan pretty much yeah. or whatever, right? But obviously everyone's got, you know, roots or and whatever. And we find out later on why yeah. he never knew about her. She never knew about him. Right, right. But this whole murder investigation, he tells her he gives her a little hint. He's like, look in his closet. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got yeah. skeletons. Because <clears throat> she keeps asking him, why did she fucking kill him for? Referring to John Johnson. John Johnson, Judge yeah. Crawford. Mm-hmm. And so she goes to the wake. She goes to Judge uh, or funeral, I guess, or whatever. They, wake. It's a wake. wake. It's a this wake. This one is a wake. Afterwards yeah. or whatever. And so. Um, and she kind of like faints like pretends like she passes out from like his grief you again know? and like when i'm watching this i'm like oh she passed out and then i'm like oh fuck sake. i'm like like she's fooling me through the show like how smart she yeah, is and how clever and she is with you know getting it getting uh you know to do the detective work that she's doing or whatever you and know? judd's wife jane crawford takes her to their bedroom uh so she's like rest rest up you know and come out when you feel better well, that's when we find out she faked the whole ordeal. So that she could snoop around. And she puts on like these goggles. Yeah, which are really she cool can kind too. Of see through walls and through stuff. walls and shit. And she finds something very alarming. Yeah. He has a secret compartment mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's uh concealing a clansman outfit with the sheriff badge. Yeah. So the white hood. The... But see, I kind of picked it up too because they show a picture of what I had assumed was Don Johnson and his dad. Uh-huh. So I kind of assume that's probably not his. That's probably the father's, which yeah. it turns out to be it's the father's suit. But what an interesting thing to keep, right? It like, is very like, interesting. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. So, you yeah. know, you're you're uh, <laughs> you're kind of just like, what the hell? You I know, know I, mean? I know. And yeah, I mean, he should have got rid of it, but I don't know. Do you, do you think he was part of it? I, I mean, don't it know. Shows obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely more. There's definitely more. So, uh, what happens next, though, in that in that situation? Well, I mean, she's freaked out. She goes back to Will, and she's like, you know, how'd you know? And it's like, oh, you literally met in the closet. In the closet yeah. You know? and, and he's even like, well, what'd you find? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's asking her. Kind yeah, of he, like, he's kind of like, what'd you find in there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But basically, you're understanding that there's more going on. Than, there's something than we bigger know. going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's just kind of like that one's just kind of like just kind of figuring out who Lewis right. Dawson is, and, right? And Don Johnson, why he died, and all that kind of stuff. And then we meet the senator too, we meet yeah, senator, senator Keen, Joe Keen, Joe Keen, or whatever. Yeah. And he's this is where he meets her in the elevator, and he's like, "Oh, you saved my life, and all that." Because there's like a big attack at the well, funeral. Not, not yet, not oh, yet. not yet. Not oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah. Uh, that, I guess we can go to episode three yeah because i think that's pretty much all really episode two right i think it's just right. like that whole big old investigation and the revelation there's definitely what, a, a lot of, of build up you know what it's I mean? a revelation of what don johnson 
I guess he, maybe we find out more what the hell he was doing with that Klansman suit. Yeah, yeah. And it's pretty much, guys, like this this family story. You know what I mean? You start out with seeing this cop get killed. You know what I mean? And But he's wearing a mask and you don't know why. And then we kind of cut to seeing this 1921 Tulsa massacre, which, you know, is based in reality. And a young boy whose dad is military and he's watching this, you know, black sheriff and stuff. And it's like, all right, like you're kind of asking yourself, how does all this tie in? But you're kind of slowly the, the, you're slowly threading the needle. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, now we're starting to see. And again, it's like the story does come full circle, but, but if you're kind of new to it, I mean, and you know, you're going through it right away. You're kind of like, where's like the watchman aspect of this? Uh, yeah. You know I, I mean? was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's why I kept thinking about the, like wedding two. I was like, man, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, so um see episode three got me back kind of into it again because okay. we introduced a familiar character in this one an older uh silk specter silk specter yeah that's right Lori. Yeah, Lori. yeah which i didn't know it was her until later yeah i didn't know either yeah. but uh they hold they set up that whole uh <laughs> that was fucking funny so uh, go through that those paces definitely like what happens well, they like show her part. coming in and, they, and like sam said you don't know you don't know who she is. She just walks into a bank and all of a sudden she grabs like a female mm-hmm. and she's like, what? Give me all your money, right? It's a bank. And then we see this kind of like Batman guy. His name is uh, Mr. Shadow. I Mr. Believe. Shadow. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, he comes in, he looks like Batman or everything. And, you know, uh, he shoots one of the bank robbers mm-hmm. and, you know, she kind of was like, you know, I wonder who tipped you off or whatever. And she's like, oh, I wonder if it was the FBI that tipped you off. Yeah. You find out it's a sting operation it's a sting, yeah. to get rid of the vigilantes. They all bring out their badges and they <laughs> arrest him. She's and like, so all the FBI's come up on this guy and he's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he tries and he takes away. off and he, he, he hits a couple of them, whatever, but they ultimately <laughs> overpower him or whatever. And she shoots him like three times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the people outside are like, oh, why are you arresting him? He's a hero or whatever. And then she's like, no, he's a criminal. Like he's breaking the law. You know what I mean? He can't be. Which again, me and Double I agree with you. I was kind of like, but how come some people can be in costumes? Like <laughs> you've got, you know, Looking Glass, Sister Night, you know, Red Scare, and I forget what the other girl's name was. The, uh, um, the one Red Scare was yes. I was with, whatever. But um, yeah, like I, I guess maybe if they're law enforcement, but they choose to take up a persona, it's okay. I mean, I, I guess. guess if they're detectives. Yeah, it's 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 kind of vague a little bit, but. It's almost, I guess, what Civil War was. You know, you register. You register, you know? right? And you can wear your costume, but you, we know who you are, and yeah, you know, it's like I don't know if you want all that becoming public record, so to speak. But, um, okay, so yeah, so that brings in Lori, and we know her. You know, well, we learned that she was, you know, Silk Specter, the second one, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the comedian was her dad, and the pirate. S- her name's Pirate. Pirate. Okay. Pirate. That's yeah. the girl that has the red skin. Jenny. Pirate Jenny. Pirate Jenny. Yeah. So yeah, so um, and now we see, I guess, like Silk Spectre's like taking off the costume, and she's, you know, there with uh, uh, the FBI, obviously, or whatever. And her dad was the comedian, and her mom, was which the she seems Spectre. to really pick up his, I guess, outlook on life, the cynicism. Yeah, you know what? I didn't think about that till right now. So she that's an interesting point time. you bring up. Yeah, yeah, she was quite the cynic because uh, she even starts coming out with the jokes too, which I was kind of like, wow, okay. you know what? I didn't pick up on that at all. Oh, that really? is really clever. Yeah, yeah that is. It, this show does that so much. There's so many little neat things, and especially if you're a fan of the book, like there were little things that I picked up that I was like, oh, cool. Like you know, the newspaper, the new friends, the new frontiersman, yeah. mm-hmm. things that they say where she's like, you know, 
I want to tell you a joke or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, so yeah, you're right. But it's like the, you know, roll on snare drum, yeah. which is a line from Rorschach when he's telling the Pagliacci joke from the comic or whatever. But I was said. like, oh, okay. So she made her like, they made her like really like Eddie, like the comedian. Yeah. I was she like, took oh. on the dad's uh, traits. I guess after her superheroing days uh, were, were done with the. Uh, um, yeah. She that, just so. like, I guess she saw like this wasn't worth it anymore. Let, let me become an actual fbi agent right you know and right. it sounds like night out too because the senator comes into her apartment and she has like the pet night uh owl and you know she he's telling her that he needs she needs to go to tosa figure out all this crap that's going on down there mm-hmm. and he said you know obviously he's a popular senator he he started this he's the senator of oklahoma he's the one that told the the cops to wear a mask and yeah. it's gaining traction in other states. And he's already becoming like that potential presidential candidate. Yeah. And he pretty much tells her, if you do this for me, if you knock it, you know, if you knock it out, presidents have the power to pardon people. And it's kind of a hinting like Night Owl somehow went oh. to prison. You know what? See, I didn't grab that really? either. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. What I was like, man, what the fuck happened? You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I forgot she had a relationship with Dan. Yeah. So. And then she had an owl. She had the owl. Uh, I didn't even put that together. See, there's pieces <laughs> I'm learning right now. I'm like, wow, I didn't. Like, I, I have to admit, like, because I watched it a long time ago, the first time, whatever. But once the ball gets rolling, you're so eager to be like, well, what next? Well, what next? Well, what next? That there's little things that you can forget. And even on my second watch, some of the stuff I thought I was picking up, because I was definitely into the Vite story a lot more. Like, I was like, okay, I want it. Because this was like kind of blew my mind the first time or whatever, <laughs> you know. And it, you, it's it's so many good payoffs where you're like, oh, that's so fun or whatever. Like, there's like, this happens, that happens, this happens. And it gets, you know, kind of paid off in that in that sense, in that end. But um, what's next, Double A, regarding that? Do you, do you remember? On the... Uh... Yeah, so she goes to Oklahoma. You know, they fill her in, and they they pair her up with uh, Del PD, an FBI agent. Yeah. And, and he's a big superhero, you know, Mark. <laughs> Mark, yeah, like he that, knows everything yeah. about the Minuteman, about... Uh, what was their group called? Uh, it was the Minuteman and... Man, I can't remember. I thought it was like the new Minutemen. Okay, it might have been something like I that. I thought, if I remember correctly, whatever. Like, yeah, so like he's super fucking pumped. You know, he's with Silk Spectre, and they're about to go to like almost this whole area where it's almost like everyone's dressed up, you know, yeah. in masks and everything. Yeah. You know, she's like, oh my goodness. Like, she's tired of all this. She's like, they're assholes. People who wear masks are assholes. You know, I mean, she's really like. Complete cynic. Like, it's, it's, it's tough. And, uh, she really doesn't want to go to Oklahoma either. She's like, oh, fucking Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, so she's like, man, she's really not looking forward to this case. And and do they cut it to the part where she's talking to Dr. Manhattan? Is that really, yeah. like she does some jokes? And apparently you can talk to Dr. Manhattan. They have like these booths. Well, like almost like a phone booth, but it's not. It's like, because obviously he's kind of thought of like as a god. So it's almost like. Uh, yeah. So it's kind of like. uh you know, you're you're on the you're connected to Doctor Manhattan, and he can hear you. So go ahead and talk. And she likes to give him like these jokes, you know, <laughs> because obviously they had a relationship. If, if you remember the Watchmen series, she, they had a relationship. Yeah, he was uh, she was his like second girlfriend. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. yeah. You know, so after uh, the original one, he was where like, he got was just bored bored with it. Yeah, yeah. where he was I, still man. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, he wanted right. a younger female. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Um, she's very just you know cynic. You know she inter- she 
talks to Looking Glass, and she's just not respecting him at all. Yeah, like I did not uh, like her character. I, I, she just came off. I think she was meant to come off like a bitch, and she was very bitchy. I was like, okay, I don't like you, even though I know that you're like the older Silk Spectre. Like I'm like, you just like you're not cool now. Like, and like I said, I think it's just because it's kind of showing how she became like the comedian. Yeah. Later, like how comedian just didn't give a shit anymore about anything. Right. You know, right. and she's trying to talk to Angela. You know, she's trying to get information. Mm -hmm. She's trying to find out about this fucking case because she wants to do it in and out. The, their relationship is interesting because it's almost like they're on an equal level of like intelligence or whatever. And they're like, no one's going to give the other one anything. And they're just kind of. And they like, never really bring, bring the Silk Spectre up a whole lot, right? No, they don't really bring it up. Yeah. Yeah, but except for the guy PD that knows, you know that that that's who she was, or whatever. But so they're all going to a funeral, and you know they make everyone give up their their weapons. Their weapons. Everybody. That's right. Somehow this guy, you know, well Regina, um, Angela is doing a a eulogy for Judd, and all of a sudden, like this guy just brings up the one of the Seventh Calvary, and he grabs who does he grab? Uh, he grabs someone. He oh, grabs he grabs Keen. Joe. Yeah. Joe Keen, the senator. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like a big scene. And Lori shoots the view. Because he says he's got a bomb wired to his heart. And, and sure enough, he he's like, if my heart stops, it's going to blow. But she shoots him because she's like, they're usually always bluffing or whatever. She says later. <laughs> but this I mean? one's not. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they were like, everyone get back, get back. And I thought this scene was kind of like, oh, brutal. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, Angela drags the fucking dude in the hole, in the freshly dug hole, and then she pushes the casket yeah, with on the top of it. Yeah. But <laughs> her fucking fuck? kids were there, man. I, mean, I know, like, but it's she... just like, oh wow. I was like, I don't think I would have thought of that my first. Instinct. That's what I mean. They, they, me neither. Me neither. To and throw the casket on there, like, oh, low shit. Further you know? muffle the blast. She's so smart, and she's written so smart, and she's so like does what's necessary. Like, and I thought I'm they were like, gonna show reactions. Yeah, like especially for the wife, like holy shit, you know, my, my husband's like even more fucking blown up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit, right? The guy gets hung and he gets like fucking that. blown up or whatever. But. I was like, oh shit, you know, that yeah. was brutal. And uh, I was like, wow, that's that that scene was pretty big. That was a pretty big scene. Give me some of your thoughts, Double A, like thus far, like where you're at in the show, like at, at this point, how so are so you? Far, how are you feeling? So are you far, liking? I'm starting to kind of warm up to it now. After okay, this. okay. It kind of took me a while, like I said, because I was kind of like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. You know, I, I really don't know how this connects to Watchmen. I really don't. You know, it's supposed to be a sequel. And it keeps showing Jeremy Irons. <laughs> and they just introduced Silk Spectre, but she's like older now. And there's this whole cop thing with the seventh cavalry, yeah. and, and they wear Rorschach masks, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Like Rorschach was kind of like a guy. He's a guy that I liked his character yeah. in the book, and they and then, mentioned Doctor Manhattan, but very passingly, like, "Oh, he's on yeah, Mars." You yeah, know what I mean, he's like, on Mars. Like, you and know. then you got this whole, you know, Louis Gossett Jr. situation. I'm like, so I'm like, still really lost. I'm like, yeah, who the fuck is he? How is he connected to Regina King, Angela? You know, the whole. You know don johnson storyline you know then you got you know the silk specter storyline it's kind of like i almost feel like they wrote it for you to appreciate it like on multiple viewings which you certainly will like if you're ever like you know again like and it seemed like this they, is a perfect opportunity for me to watch it again and i was and like it, oh yeah it seemed like they're trying to do like the book because you had so many storylines in the book mm -hmm. and it kept flashing back and forth back and forth 
and you yeah. feel that way at times until you kind do. of until Ozymandias gives you the whole thing. And you're like, oh my gosh, like yeah. what an idea! Like, and you know, there's that classic part in the in the comic where he's like, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you think that I'm like some cartoon villain that's revealing my my plot? He's <laughs> yeah. like, I I did it 30 minutes ago yeah. or whatever, and you're like, holy fuck! Like, you know, you feel like uh, Night Owl and and Rorschach are even like. This motherfucker is like, you know, he really is the world's smartest man, you know? So this is a very interesting stuff in there or whatever, but um, I think we're almost at the break, double uh, well, A. A little bit, bit more. Let's, so, let's push through, yeah. So, you know, Angela and Silk Spectre really don't look like they like each other at all. Not at or, all. Or she doesn't trust Lori whatsoever. Yeah. And I think she thinks she kind of doesn't give a fuck. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, this bitch is like here talking about masks and like making, you know, making it very light of it or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, the way she talks to looking glass, it's kind of like, golly, you know, like right. you're talking down to this fucking guy. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Who is one of their better, I think, cops and a yeah. smart guy too yeah. as well. You know what I mean? Which I can't wait till we dig more into his, uh, the later episode with him because I really love that episode when they dealt with with looking glass i really did like that episode yeah so me i can't too. wait to really delve into that one uh the, <laughs> the her partner is like really fucking weird like i don't know just like <laughs> like she has sex with the dude you know, which yeah yeah weird like i guess it was like a big turn on for him too this is uh we're talking about uh, uh del pd pd and and her uh partner the old silk specter or whatever which is uh yeah it's funny because Lori. like they're in their motels hotels whatever and she pulls out this big fucking blue dildo yeah <laughs> a huge like it's a comically huge we're like, and and like, it's like okay a, i guess that's supposed to be manhattan yeah the <laughs> dr manhattan special fucking <laughs> vibe right there i'm like all right but instead mean? she like goes in you know, screws the the fucking. She wants the real FBI thing, agent, huh? and he's wearing a mask. I was yeah. laughing pretty hard about that. I was like, "Well, I guess he was like, man, this is like a dream come true." You know, there's like a lot of scenes where, like, if somebody walked in, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you watching? Like some weird porn, some shit?" Or like, "No, no, no it's not." Which kind of makes sense, right? With she's always giving shit to her mom in the Watchmen book, but then here she is, like, right doing it, right. <laughs> so, so let me ask you, Double A, real quick. I think we have a quick time, to, enough time to get into it. But like, do you feel as though? Because I kind of got this feeling on my second viewing. I didn't have this my first feeling, you know, but. And it makes more sense with what you just said as far as kind of like Lori being like the comedian. They kind of did other versions of the characters where it's like, um, uh, I felt like Looking Glass was like the new Rorschach. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I thought so too. You know, there was like yeah. that vibe. And then now that you mentioned like Lori, like the new comedian, do you feel like there were any other connections maybe? Like was Angela, is Angela maybe like- I couldn't see like, her with anybody. You know, okay. I was going to say, you know, uh, does she kind of go through a transformation herself, like similar to like Manhattan's? You know what I mean? Okay, in, well, if you do in, that if one, you yeah. think about if it. If you do you that know, one, yeah, for sure. You know, even her journey though, her personal journey, yeah. like you know, as she learns, yeah, you know, her family lineage and all that or whatever. Um, I don't know if there's anybody like the owl, you know, like like Night no, Owl, you know, no, no one like like him. Dan, you know what I mean? What do so, you think of the ending? The very ending? Yeah, we're like, uh, well, of this episode, we're like the the car. Oh, uh, you think that was him? You think that was Manhattan that picks him up the car and like throws it down? Like when Lori, after Lori gets out of the Shit, boat? I think we skipped over the part where the car gets picked up. Remember, he's yeah, in the, the magnet car. part, yeah, yeah, the magnet part, which we lady well, later we find out who it was, it was yeah, later. later. But yeah. what about this part? Uh, I mean, because like she just makes a joke or whatever, like about the hell, 
sending all yeah. the, you know they're at the three heroes at the gates of heaven and god says you know what did you do right you know and he's like you know night owl is supposed to be one of them where he's like i made all this cool shit and i saved a lot of people you know yeah when he was like but how many people did you hurt or whatever you know you're going to hell yeah and then like dr manhattan is like the last one and you know he's like you go to hell (laughs) and then like she gets out and then all of a sudden the car just comes in like boom yeah (laughs) yeah uh you think it was him like no i don't because they show like a red they show like a red like i thought that was mars which i was like you know, I didn't put too much thought into it. See, so you're already raising a lot of things. Maybe be like, I'll go watch it again. Yeah, because I was kind of like, you know? was that him? Like being an asshole about it? Yeah. Because you know? <laughs> I can remember watching it on my initial viewing and like Jess was like popping in and out. And she was like, what are you watching? She's like, it seems kind of interesting. And then I was like, yeah, it is. I was like, but I was like, you you can't jump in like no, right here. You got to like, you yeah. got to like know like a little bit of whatever. Like, so it makes me wonder if some people just, because with all the Emmy accolades it got, double A, like I'm sure people just like, or like most people like, oh, it, that won a bunch of work. My sister started watching the crown because she said i watched the emmys this past week and we didn't talk about that but i wanted to see like if mandalorian or the yeah. boys won anything yeah. which they didn't but it was really cool to see their, that they were nominated or yeah. wandavision i was watching for her too but it was really cool mayor to see them nominated. Hmm? that's right mayor of Town did yeah and and ralph boner i finally got his award there but uh um so i was watching for that because i was like wow like our shit is nominated you know what I mean? yeah. like stuff that we love yeah. so i wanted to watch the amazing night i watched it with jess or whatever but like every time my sister was popping in she, all she kept hearing was and the winner of the crown the crown she's like dang is that show really that good she's like i'm gonna start watching it so now she started watching it she said but uh like I can imagine in 2019 when this was one eleven, it said Emmys that people that probably were like never read a comic book might have said, oh, "I want to go watch that show to see Regina King's acting, I, which is stellar." I wanted to kind of see what their reaction were. Yeah, the normal people that really didn't read it, because honestly, like I said, I don't think I would have understood this if I hadn't read Watchmen first. Like, I'm very pleased that I do have a background in it and know because it felt like it made it much it and, made and even then easier. we felt lost we yeah. both admit, yeah. i felt exactly like you like i thought you were gonna tell me like oh yeah I, right away i was into it and like i expected you to be like no like no yeah, it wasn't like you know sometimes i talk to your brother about something he's like no I, I got it right away and i'm like <laughs> what you know i'm like i fucking didn't get that to like the third or fourth viewing you know what i mean so i was like okay so i'm kind of glad to hear that you felt the same way because yeah. it was yeah. kind of confusing or whatever but i'm wondering you're right. I'm wondering what someone that's not familiar with it thought. Maybe they weren't confused because like, oh, well, I'm learning the characters or whatever. Maybe, Maybe we're trying to make connections because we have a past with it, Maybe. you know? So how good is that writing? Or they've got to write it for, in a sense, two audiences. Yeah, you really the, do. The you non-known really audience to. and the yeah. audience that knows. And that's, uh, I think the guy that gets all the credit is that Damon Lindelof, yes. right? He gets all, he was like the showrunner. Yes. And he said that he he just did it just for this. He was That's what I read. It right. was just this one season. That was it. Which he, it definitely has a lot of open doors it does but you could if, talk but about if he's Night good Owl, with that can... i'm good with it too i'm fine with the way it ended so very interesting very interesting because you're right because at the end of the original in the comic you know night owl is out he's you know yeah they, they're they, living they, a, a happy life like a hidden life they yeah. change their hair and all yeah. that or whatever so it's very interesting but we're right up at the break guys we see a couple of comments came in so we're going to go ahead and check those out we're going to come back we're going to talk some more uh watchmen the show um, again, we're not trying to go episode by episode. We might push through some stuff just to, for the sake of time and, and hit on the major points because there's some definitely like big things that happen coming up. But we'll be uh, uh, right back. For those of you listening on to audio, you'll just kind of hear like the sound kind of drop out and then we just come right back to talking. <laughs> but for those of you uh, watching us on YouTube, uh, stick around. We're going to talk, read your comments, and we do that part during the YouTube portion. Uh, go hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. 
uh, youtube.com search just another Friday night. All right, guys, uh, back on for the audio listeners. Uh, you might have heard us drop out there. We read some comments from the Friday Night Faithful, uh, which is you guys. Remember, come and join us on Facebook Live. Join the conversation that we're having right now. Right now, talking Watchmen. Uh, but if not, you know, feel free to go on the YouTube channel and comment there, whatever. We're pretty uh, active with uh, answering back as we are on our Instagram and uh, on our uh, Twitter uh and tiktok oh we haven't done I'll, i think i'll do one tonight i'll try to do one tonight record one real quick with all the cool stuff because i love your your cover your that's cool right? Rorschach cover. Yeah, Rorschach yeah, that's Rorschach. very badass so uh where are we at double a take, take it back to where we're at right now well, okay so it's kind of getting more and more bigger in scope mm-hmm. uh you know we're finding out who will is who angela is we're seeing the layers peeled back on yeah. this kind of like what they're obviously again slowly threading that needle but now we're getting a bigger picture like what is the what are we sewing here, you know? Yeah, and uh, is this the one where we see Looking Glass when he's a younger man? I think so, but even if we're off, I mean, like, let's tell that story, because that episode kind of stands alone. It was really cool, and I liked it because it was set, like, before I even knew what it was, it was set at that moment, that exact moment. Yes. So there's this, like, this Jehovah group, Jehovah Witness group, mm-hmm. he tells this young kid, go and convert some people, some sinners, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's like a carnival in 1985. Yeah, and he picks out this group and he starts doing it or whatever. You know, some chick takes him into like a mirror room, and she's kind of like seducing him. She's taking off his clothes. Yeah, asking you know that like she's still a virgin. And I was like, pretty into that part. I he was, was like, kind of like right on. It, it's funny because he's like, I don't want to do this, but yet she's taking off his clothes and he's all like, okay, like he's letting it happen. He's and she was like a hot back. goth rocker chick, and but I was she, like, he's like funny back. You, you definitely want to do it, but yeah, he, I don't want. Yeah, what, do even this. doesn't she even say she's like, oh, yeah, your, you, your body yeah, says something, something else. else. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. And as soon as she takes off the pants and underwear, she pretty much tells him, "Fuck off!" You, you know, I forgot what she calls it. And she grabs all of his Bible beater or something. Yeah, and Bible she runs boy. off with his clothes, and he's like, oh. Oh, fuck, you know, and so he's like naked, this big naked dude. Can you imagine if what happened didn't happen? You have to go back to the bio people, yeah. and they're like, What happened to you? And they're like, Uh, fuck. yeah, how do you explain that? They're like, Oh, how you, do mother, you, explain you that? fucking yeah. were ready to take yeah. sin, motherfucker. Like, I was like, Oh, like, I felt for him. I was like, Oh, fuck, man. But he gets bailed out. Yeah, all of a sudden, you hear this noise, this real loud noise, this piercing noise, and it like he's like, Ah, you know, like this. And, all of a sudden, that whole mirror room just shatters, mm-hmm. just breaks apart everywhere. And you see where his ears are, like, bloody. And he walks out. Everybody's dead at that carnival. Maybe yeah. some people are standing. Some people are standing up, you know, kind of like dazed and everything, like he was. And he's like, what happened? Like, what happened? You know, and it shows you at that moment, that's when the squid dropped. That, right. that Adrian drop, yeah, and that's a moment right there. And I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, that was pretty damn cool. And you know? he gets the impression. You get the impression. You know, you kind of see it right now. He's in the the mirror room, and he feels like he was shielded from the phasonic blast. And I didn't know who that was. Did you think? Did you know who that was? I didn't know who that was. What? Well, because they don't say it's looking glass. Oh right no, they away. don't. Yeah, no. Um, did you did you think like? Oh, that's that's looking glass. I actually I can't remember what I thought the first time, but uh, the second time, obviously, I knew because I'm watching it a second yeah, time. I didn't I know that was, but I I remember liking like I was like, oh, cool, like we're getting his kind of story or whatever. You know what I mean? And and it's kind of cool because it shows too where he's still kind of fucked up about the whole situation, right? And they, there's this like the, the security system. It's kind of like a what extra dimensional yes. security. It's like right. EDS, some bullshit like that. And he runs tests like. 
like every so often. And he's pretty much paranoid about it because he like lived through that first one and saw. But it, it tells you too why he wears the mask that he does wear. Supposedly yeah. he thinks the mirrors somehow are able to protect him, shield, shield him. That Fasonic. It's almost like what signs, like how they wrap their foil in their head and foil, know? right? The classic. But that's yeah. why he's because I was always like, why is he always wearing the fucking mask? Like always, like he's yeah. always wearing it, you know? even when he's not. Yeah, and that's why I thought it was kind of playing to the Rorschach thing, where it was almost. Like I thought so where, too. Where you know Rorschach believed that the mask was his real face, and it was the when he was Walter Kovacs, it was the that was the. The illusion but, but this episode is so cool because it shows kind of like the survivors too like how a lot of them still have like that ptsd mm-hmm. kind of and still kind of like fucked up yeah you know about the whole situation and so like there's like an earlier part where like squids just like rain down yeah on, kind on of this one part that, so right. it's kind of like you know like he doesn't really like looking glass doesn't take that shit lightly he's like no holy shit you know so he's really paranoid he has this underground bunker, like almost like an atomic bomb, like yeah. kind of bunker. He like lives there. That's because like a living he, quarters. He right? runs like straight over there. <laughs> it's funny because he's watching like this program on like Hooded Justice, which I thought was weird because I, I was like, oh no, don't tell me, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's like this big program, and like he's yeah. watching the part where like Hooded Justice is fucking uh, Captain Metropolis, like literally fucking him. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, what and the they hell? thread that throughout the show too. That yeah, it's American, like a, American American hero, American hero, and, and it tells the... you like all the shit that's gonna show. You know, it's like you know violence and, and brutality and, and lbgt whatever that yeah. group is called it's like about the it's like about and it, the show i guess is supposed to be kind of like uh i don't know what do they do now like now we have that when they did the oj trial yeah they did yes the, on, on fx yeah, FX. yeah, 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 yeah. they got another one coming up right it's gonna be another the big, bill clinton the bill clinton one right Lewinsky. right yeah so like whatever that is in this in in this uh, world, you know, the, the Watchmen world, it's, but it's like American Hero. is such like a big figure still, you yeah, because he was a main, he was the, the first. first, and he was part of that team, the Minutemen, you know, it's like probably the first team or whatever, yeah, you know it was, I mean? it so, really was. And so, uh, yeah. so he's watching that, and then the alarm goes off, and uh, you know, he calls the company, he's like, you know, my, my fucking system's cracked, it's not working. He's like, well, you're only supposed to do that like once every six weeks. And he has like a whole paper, like a log, yeah. where he's like been testing it like way more than that. Yeah, so he's, he's like super, just fucking super paranoid about Dr. Manhattan. He has severe PTSD. And, uh, you know, it's just really cool. It shows like when he does, like he goes to a bar, you know, has mm-hmm. a drink. He talks to this chick. They're yeah. flirting back and forth. And she tells him the same thing, too, that she's like a survivor, right? She's from that whole incident. Right. And... Excuse me. Uh, they're both really drunk, and he's like, uh, "We should probably just call our rides." And she calls her ride, and he notices like a lettuce fall off. Right. And he's like, "You know, that's like a giveaway for the Seventh Cavalry." And so, like, I was like, "Oh yeah, that sobers you up real quick." Yeah. You know when you see something, <laughs> you know, and he calls, you know, the cops. And- well, I thought it was cool too. Like he didn't like just go after him all gun ho. Like he called back up like what they always say in the yeah. movies like to do you always see them movies they're just like i'm just gonna go after him you know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, like robocop yeah i'm like come on man don't be fucking dumb or whatever you know <laughs> um does he show her the ball cap the inside at that point yeah or, i believe he does yeah. i believe he does so while he's kind of bonding with her whatever, even the hat yeah even the hat has like, he wears it lens because he's trying to protect his brain from any possible trans-dimensional attacks or whatever you know so he, he pretty much says like i'm still 
vulnerable to it. Like I have my fears or whatever. And she kind of talks about a made up Steven Spielberg movie, which I guess is about the attack or whatever. Oh yeah. It's and and she's like, she, but she's talking about like Schiller's list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I was like, it's weird. Cause he's like, there's this, you know, this red girl or whatever. I was like, right. Schiller's list. But yeah. yeah but it, in this one, it's about yeah. the, the alien attack yeah. in New York. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, they incorporate stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Like history just changed completely. Yeah. So he follows her, right? And, then, and he uh, sees where, because earlier in the show, she says, we're going to do a massive stakeout with all the churches. Because this footage of the 7th Calvary, it always looks like it at a church. Right. Well, he leads, she leads them to like a mall. It's like a That's mall. Right. They were like an abandoned mall. And when he goes in there, he's like, holy shit, this is, this is the place. I'm like in the fucking, I'm in the headquarters of the 7th Calvary. Yeah. And then he notices some like weird shit. They're doing something with like almost this teleport teleportation. Device. Yeah, they're throwing they're a throwing basketball. Balls. Yeah, and then you see them sometimes coming down. They're coming down here and there. And you're like, what the fuck? Like this is like some nightcrawler shit right here. But know? it's like you said too. It's kind of like I thought he was gonna wait, but he goes in by himself. And you know, there's so many of the Seventh Cavalry in there. Yeah, you know, they're like they're trying to recruit him. You know, blah blah blah. You know, come join us. You'll know the truth of what we're really doing. Yeah. And then we find out who's with the Seventh Cavalry. Who we find out? Joe Keen. Joe Keen, senator. senator Joe Keen. Yeah. And she tells him, she goes, "We already had blocked your signal. That was us. There's that no backup. Us. Nobody no heard. Backup coming. So you're like, man, he's fucked. He's there by himself or whatever. And then they convince him in a very interesting way, where Joe Keen shows him that video. Well, and too, he kind of tells him what Judd was doing too. Right, with the cops. That's right. Somehow they're like both trying to keep the peace between both factions. Yeah, you know, but it's kind of like, oh shit. Yeah, then he plays him this this like, I don't know, DVD. Maybe? Yeah, like a DVD, and it's Adrian Veidt, and he's pretty much congratulating Robert Redford on becoming president, and he's telling him the reason why you're president is because well, I orchestrated for it to happen, and he tells him a bunch of other stuff, you know, about. Excuse well, me, the attack. Yeah, yeah, the attack on New York and the, how it was staged, and that uh, he tells him about. Um, and you see, look at Glass's face, where he's just kind of like, like, no, yeah. this can't be. And Keen gives him a pretty good backstory too, where he's like, "Look, this is how I first saw it. It took me a while, then I was able to bootleg a copy. You know what I mean? And now I'm showing it to you. And you kind of get the feeling that he's using this to show around to people that are maybe." Uh, you know, just believe blindly and like, oh, an alien attacked us. And he's like, no, there's another truth out there or whatever. So almost imagine it being like a conspiracy theory that, you know. Uh, so it's kind of a game with the Rorschach journal, I guess. Like there right. was people who believed in what Rorschach was really saying. Right. Even though, you know, at that time, people viewed Rorschach as this paranoid fucking psycho killer. Right. Yeah. In yeah. Comics. Yeah. Where when the journal came out and he did publish it, they're probably like, ah, oh, this is just fucking Rorschach. He was crazy. Yeah, he you was know, like the vigilante conspiracy that, theory. Yeah, you know, but people latched on to what he was talking about, and then when the senator found out, he was probably like, "Holy shit, this whole thing is true." Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. See, this guy gets his fucking world pretty much turned upside down yeah, in the span of that, you know, yeah. DVD because he was like, "Oh man, I thought that this whole know, time." Right. <laughs> I thought right. it was a fucking alien invasion. But there is that kind of funny part at the end of the episode where it's like, you know, his, his second kit comes yeah, in. Yeah, so, like, he gets super paranoid uh, about the kit breaking down that he calls him. He's shouting at them, give me another one. I need it tomorrow. 
And they're like, okay, but it's going to be double than what you usually pay. That's fine. Do it. And he tells him, give me some blinders or some shit. Yeah. Oh, that, uh, that, the material that the mask yeah. that reflected. Yeah. They're reflected. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, give me, give me another roll of that. And or so when he gets home, cause they release him, they let him go because the senator too wants Angelo off his case. Yeah. And he tells him kind of like, she's not to be trusted, blah, blah, blah. He's pretty much like, get and, her, get her tied up enough, like in we, trouble or and whatever. And then we skip that too. Uh, in that episode two, Angela asks his, as a looking glass to ask his ex-wife to kind of like ask about the pills. Yeah, she there was the pills up from uh, when her car got dropped. So her car gets at one point she has the grandfather, uh, Louis Gossett Jr. in her car or whatever. Well, then the car gets like sucked up by some giant magnet and it just like takes off. It looks like, funny. It looks weird. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? And even she's like, it's funny. A lot of times in the show, she's like, what the fuck? So yeah. so then he's gone, right? The grandfather and her car, whatever. Well, then we mentioned it earlier where the car like lands down in a later episode in front of uh, uh, Suspector. Yeah. yeah, Lori. Um, well, when she goes to investigate the car, because it, it happens in front of Lori and then Suspector, I mean, uh, Angela's right there. So they kind of like look through it together. She grabs, she finds the well, it's her car. It's Angela's yeah. car. She's <laughs> like, this is my car. She tells her, you know, she tells That was her, reported stolen. Right. <laughs> So she takes the pills and she has someone. She has Looking Glass have a someone yeah because his ex-wife like was a is like a scientist or some bullshit right. like medical that. Can, yeah. Uh, so they they have a conversation. It looks like they were fine. You know they're friendly. Yeah, you know, Looking Glass and his ex-wife and she says she kind of tried to tell him like you know that relax okay. with the with the yeah. whole alien thing, but he know? couldn't. He was too Fuck way no. paranoid. So, so yeah. Um, Either way, though, she's going to look into the pills for him. So that's like a whole other story, too. That kind of leads on to like the other episodes. Mm -hmm. But when they release him, he kind of goes, oh, he sees the machine, like, you know, the replacement machine, and he just picks it up and throws it in his trash. Yeah, because he's like, wow, I've been living like this the whole time or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, now this, fear. Now, this next part kind of threw me off, though, because then right after he gets home and after he throws it away, you see a whole bunch of the 7th Cavalry come in, and it's kind of like they're all, like, cocking their guns. And it's yeah. like, what the fuck? You just had this conversation with this dude, yeah. you know. And, but you, and, did you miss the part? He walks back out and gets it out of the trash. Oh, he does, right? Because he's right. still kind of paranoid. Yeah, right? he's still yeah. paranoid. Like yeah. it's hard to because because <laughs> yeah, your mind yeah, tells you probably like they just revealed to me the truth or whatever. But, but still, you, you're but like, still, in the back of your head, you're kind of like, uh, what if they're uh, fucking wrong? Not, what if yeah. there really was? I, I would be prepared, wouldn't I? <laughs> I mean, yeah. So then you're right though. The seventh cab shows up, which is weird. I was like, what the fuck? You know. And we we kind of find out though, right? What they're there for is because they they take him and put him in a mask too, pretty much, right? Later on, we well, see it. The next time we see Remember the oh. FBI agent partner? Comes oh, that's like, right. Uh, that's we right. can kind of rule him out being Senate Calvary. She's like, why? It's yeah, like, they're all dead in here. That's <laughs> right. That's right. You're right. That's You're why right. I was like, I don't understand why they went back and tried killing him. I don't know. And then he does do what the what the fucking senator says. He does. Plus yeah, he gets her in trouble so that she's kind of like under arrest for a little bit or but, whatever. But first he tells her that those pills were nostalgia. It's nostalgia. There you go. And it's pills that apparently, if you want to, it's kind of used for, they said it's used for dementia patients. They put like some chips in your brain mm -hmm. and somehow they're able to suck out your memories. Right. Right. And so they put them in this pill form. And so it's kind of like dementia people. Like if they want to remember something, all they have to do is take this pill. Yeah, and it helps her remember again. Well, she's you know his his fucking desk is bugged, 
and so you know he's like yeah my grandfather killed judd or whatever and and you know uh i helped him escape well yeah. you know angela's playing the beans Lori fucking comes out it. and it's like you know you're under arrest and she swallows all the fucking pills at one time. And yeah. She's like, you know, she's looking at looking glass, like, why'd you do this? Why'd you do it for? Her? You know? And which really it was to help her because he didn't want her to get, you know, further, in my opinion, like mixed up with the seventh yeah. cavalry. Yeah. You know. So it was kind of like, well, I'll get her in trouble. They'll be they won't worry about her and they'll leave her like alone in a sense. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so so Angela drinks all of the uh, nostalgia and that kind of. And then real quick too, because I was asking you about this. No, we we see a scene. It's like either four or five where we find out about Lube Man. Lube Man. Oh yeah, Lube Man. <laughs> she's throwing over. Yeah. She's throwing over the wheelchair, and I I told CM I was like, does this fucking story like storyline never get finished? It's like some fucking weird dude that sees her throw the wheelchair over, and he's I like completely forgot up, about he's it. He's dressed like on his silver. He's like a really skinny guy and. Yeah, you know, she's like freeze, you know, like the police, and he starts running, hauling ass, and <laughs> then he like oils himself up, and then he slides down a fucking sewer drain. Like, yeah, it's like holy shit. Like know? it was, it's a pretty crazy little scene. But I, I mean, like seeing it the first time, I was just kind of like, okay, it's like I didn't think about it again. And then like you know, when Double A brought it, I was like, yeah, I watched that scene again the other day, but I didn't really think about it like how it tied into the rest of the story. But it has a pretty significant part. Yeah, it does. But at first, I was like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like creepy big time. So you know, you're like, "What?" The? Yeah, you're he does kind of. Yeah, like he kind of does. <laughs> so we go right into episode. Uh, well, whichever the next one is, it's pretty much six. It's, it's yeah. She's already drank all the pills, the nostalgia, mm-hmm. and she starts like tripping bad. It's like really bad, bad. And this uh, whole episode is kind of like a recap. Right? Oh, and you know what? Before that, too. Before that, too. Uh, we get introduced to a new character as well before all this. Uh, a person by the name of Lady Lady True. Lady True. We that's get introduced right. to like this new like tech wizard, you know, that's like a trillionaire. Yeah. That's changing the world. She's like the, the new Adrian Veidt. You know what I mean? The smartest woman on the planet. Smartest but, I mean, woman she's in the world. like I don't know. She's doing like bigger things than Adrian ever did. It looks like and it does seem like that. Yeah. We see this like this beginning of like episode five where she goes to this couple who can never have kids and they've tried every way. And she tells them that for, you know, she wants their acres. It's like 80 acres of farm. Right. In return, she's going to give them $5 million and a baby that she grew from both of their DNAs. Yeah. And you know, the, the husband looks at the baby. Like, he's like, he has your eyes, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, they sign it over real quick. They're like, here you go. Yeah. They're like, because at first the wife is like, no, get the hell out of here. This isn't for sale. I don't care who you are or whatever. But then she's like, well, all right. She's like, I got something to show you. And it's their baby made from their DNA. You know what I mean? And and it's it's too because she's like, oh, did I say make it? Like, I was like, I already did it. Yeah. (laughs) It was kind of like. Yeah, like, so I didn't catch it until later. It's like a threatening aspect too, where she's like, "Well, I'll just." But it's callback to the, you know what's his name. Who? Well, I did it already. Like you think I'm a super villain? I already. Did oh, it, that's you know? right. Yeah. That is a callback to that. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So we see her, and so she's just like she's weird. She's like she comes off as weird, very as weird, fucking weird, like smart yes. lady, but she has like 
like it's almost like she's not there yeah like like know. dead delivery yeah like, and again very good acting job on that actress's part or whatever because i mean it was like if we're meant to dislike you or not trust you she's like super it's very cold. obvious right away it's like no we don't trust you and no, we don't like you yeah she's really fucking super cold like and everything so we get introduced to her you know and along this way we're, we're still seeing we find out jeremy irons is adrian he comes out and says he's you know so Adrian's still alive, even though they had officially declared him dead. Yeah. So this motherfucker's still alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, so. And and uh, I think that we've gone back to his story a couple of times by this point, but we, yeah, haven't, we haven't touched on it. But it's so But fun. it's weird, though, right? It's, it's like you don't know story. what he's doing. Like, he's creating the, this, like, space suit. Mm-hmm. And, but the next scene, you see it, like, the guy's frozen inside. Yeah. And he's doing like all these really weird experiments. You know, he's he's putting people in catapults and you're like, what the and fuck? And he's looking it? and they disappear. Yeah. They just like disappear. They they vanish. And they're like, what the fuck? Where's he? Where is he? What's he doing? And they're all a part of his fucking uh whatever he's up to, you know what I mean? The game warden and all that. Yeah, the game warden. I mean, I have to admit, though, I laughed during a lot of that shit. I did, like, too. I, was no, like, I did, too. But I, was I wanted like, to tell you, I'm like, fuck I, is going on? I know Double A loves fucking uh, uh, weird Ozymandias. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was really fucking weird. So, uh, but I was like, okay, this is, I don't know what he's doing. He, he's up to something, obviously. He's Adrian. Yeah. So, he's up yeah. to something, so. But extremely well acted by Jeremy Irons. I mean, like, it's a fun character or whatever. And it's a fun, like, that story, even though it's kind of like, it sticks out like a sore thumb because you're like, what the fuck? Like, we're doing all this other cop detective stuff. And then we, like, flash to this story of, like, randomness with this older man and these, like, people or whatever, you know? These and, clones. Yeah. And then they start to show him as it advances that he's, like, making more people. Yeah, like, they show him pulling out, like, like, from the from the ocean or something he's pulling out like yeah clothes and he's growing up really quick it's weird it's man. weird it's, it's so weird. weird um but uh uh so we get into finally uh she starts uh seeing the memories of will reeves mm-hmm. and she you know sees it you know the tulsa massacre that's and, right where it all kind of started and him being a cop uh being inducted into the cop, uh, the you know, being a police officer, and mm-hmm. the guy putting the badge on him tells him, Beware of Cyclops, like this, Cyclops. And he's like, What? <laughs> he's like, What the fuck? Yeah, you know, and like the first day, well, it's kind of messed up at first, right? Like, the, there's a, I guess, a chief or whatever, and he's pinning the badges on all the, the white Except officers, for... and he just skips over him, yeah. And he kind of like looks like like damn what the hell? But then uh, there's another black officer behind him that comes and he he does the badge on him. Yeah, I mean it's it's like still like the forties. It's still pretty bad, you know, fifties whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know, it's still pretty bad. So, uh, you find out that this is hooded justice. It's kind of twisted. In it's not what the comics was whatsoever. No, in not the at comics, all. Very you know, different. He's, he was thought of as like a German strongman mm-hmm. because he has an accent when he talks in the comics. Yeah. It's like a German accent. Yeah. <laughs> and he's clearly white in the comics. Clearly. You know, but here it's he's a black guy, a black cop. I don't know. Though, is it clear though? Because we never really it's, learned too they much. They always more. say it in the book, even like in Hollis's book, you know, where everyone was like, he's this big white guy with a German accent. <laughs> Interesting. They should have played with the German accent part in this. Well, movie. they kind of did in, in that American hero. Obviously, they 
you know, he's not yeah. Will Reeves whatsoever. Well, that's what I mean. Maybe it was like kind of like interpretations or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, because they make it seem like didn't nobody really know who Hooded Justice was. But then when themselves. you hear him talk when he's doing that that press conference, I mean, you can tell he doesn't have a right. He accent. doesn't have it at all there. Yeah, you know, so, I agree. Uh, so you know, right off the the bat, his first beat, he just sees this fucking guy just. You know, light up a, a liquor bottle and throw it into this like this Jewish deli, and it just like the whole place like yeah it goes, goes up, up in flames. And he arrests him. He's like, all right, go go ahead. You know, he takes him in. You know, they do the sign again. You know, yeah. and he's out on all of the streets again, and he sees this fucking guy just walking out like free. He's like, what the hell? I yeah. just told you what he did. The I saw him my arrested. own eyes. Yeah, and he finds out there's this. This group within the cops is pretty racist, and you know oh, yeah. they they beat his ass, uh, and they lynch him. They put a hood on and they lynch him mm-hmm. up, and pretty much tell him don't fuck with us, you know, don't fuck with us white guys, you know. Yeah, and they release him, and he stays kind of like with the hood on with the noose. And I was kind of like, okay, well, I guess because it doesn't really explain why the fuck couldn't justice always wore the. The noose around this. Yeah, and I don't you know. even think I thought of it as a noose. I was just, or well, no, I think I did because I was thinking like, it's like you said, like the hang, weird. like the hangman, you know, yeah. like the the the, the executioner mask, yeah. like the hangman, you know. Oh yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But this gives it more like oh a personal dang, feel to it. Wow, that it's that kind of rope. Yeah, you know, like it's definitely well, a different vibe to it. You know. So they show him, and you know, he's a very aggressive cop already, and uh, they show him as hooded justice where he's just. You know, he's beating a lot of people up, you know, while he's a cop. He's he's pretty savage, too. Hooded Justice is supposed to be, like, super strong. Yeah. Super violent, you know, everything. Yeah. And and he's, he, a good, he's a good fighter. Like he's, you know, in the mix. Yeah. And then, you know, he gets an invitation from uh, Nelson Gardner. You know, hey, I'm starting up this Minuteman group. Right. You know, and right. you're, you know, you make the news. You're, you know, we got all these other guys, which I thought they were going to show. I was really hoping they were going to show the other guys. Yeah, like I thought they were gonna show uh, Hollis and and you know the other ones comedian. I thought they were gonna show comedian. That would have been cool uh, because obviously they hate each other. Yeah, uh, and then you find out, you know, just like in the comics, you know, like you know, Hooded Justice and Captain Metropolis have a sexual relationship. You know? <laughs> now, so I want to bring this up real quick, only because this is something that I read when I watched it the first time. After I would watch, I would go to some groups to just see like what are people talking about, what they thought about it, and people that weren't familiar, I guess, with the comic, uh, or maybe that familiar with it, were like, "Yeah, man, like it, we kind of felt like that came out of nowhere, like the whole like there was no setup for that, there was no nothing because they are kind of building the relationship with the mom, like that." He's just like a loving dad, loving yeah, husband. Yeah, which I was surprised but, that they gave him that part. But he's angry, is angry about kind of the injustice regarding the racism or whatever in, in the country at the time, especially him as an officer. So it really was like that. When I watched the second time, I was like, oh, there's like nothing that leads you to think or nothing. It's just like next thing you know, he's like in bed with him or whatever. And I'm like. Well, they show like when he subs a car, they kind of like touch hands, I guess. A little bit. So okay. I was like, okay. So okay. I was like, eh. I, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, for lack of better terms, it's like it kind of feels like it's a little bit shoved in, though. Like, sure it is. you know, sure it although is. we know 
that is in line with the comic book history or whatever, the way they're building this character, like... Well, again, remember, she took, like, a whole bunch of pills, so it's probably, like, not exactly, like, the whole story, maybe. That's maybe true. it just went from one spot okay. to the other part. Okay, good point, yeah. good point. Yeah. I mean, because that that in itself adds a whole other layer to the story where it's like, oh, a, a, a black man at that time also in the closet is an even more, you know, like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, and he's continuing to live this other life. Right, or he has a wife and a kid. You right, it's kind of like, God, we, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a fucked up situation for sure for him, and he's just angry probably about that too. <laughs> that too, right? Right, you're living frustrated <laughs> in multiple fronts, whatever. Because for the whole time, the the mom seems okay. Like she seems really like grounded, really like she wants what's best for him. She's trying to be a good woman. She even tells him like, wear that hood, but disguise yourself. You know what I mean? When now, you go and let fight. Me, let me ask you something. He's kind of a big part in the book, kind of, mm-hmm. not a whole big. Mm-hmm. He deserved a whole episode. Were you really curious about Hooded Justice, the um, character itself? Because you know, yes. it, between you know the the Alan Moore stuff and Hollis's book, you're kind of like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, and they never really say it in a book. No. This is the first time that he's actually been revealed, right? A name, yes. You know who he was before, yeah. You know, blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. Yes. So my answer is yes because of that. Okay. Because I was like, oh, cool. Like the it's in fact it's in my notes. I put which guys I brought my notes today. I put in here. Uh, where did I write it? I, I wrote I wrote uh, Origin of Hooded Justice because I was like, wow, we didn't get that in the book. So it kind of really like, don't. It's very sporadic. You get some tidbits here and there about the dude, but you really don't hear who the fuck he was, why he became Hooded Justice, and then how he just disappears. You're kind of like. In fact, he's almost like the only one that. That no one really knows what his background is, whatever. So I thought this was a really yeah, cool, in-depth backstory. In the book, he kind of assumed the comedian kills him. Somewhere along the way, you assume the comedian just offs him off. And yeah. That's why you never hear from him again. Right, right. You know, so it's, I, I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I was interested. Okay. I feel like you asked me because you felt like maybe he did it. No, no, because okay. even the title, I was like, I think that's actually what Hollis writes this extraordinary beat. I think that's actually in oh, the that's book cool. too. So that's cool. I haven't even done any research yet on how the titles play in or whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm sure it's really cool because they did a lot of great things with it's that. It's just it's just a like it seems like a very minor character to actually throw in and you know like hey let's give him a whole yeah. backstory. And know? in fact, he's like the you know one of the most pivotal parts. Guys, we're right up against the next break, so we're gonna take this real quick. Uh, if you're listening to us, so we'll be right back. All right, guys. Uh, yeah, so like it really it comes, home. it really comes to a head. Like you know, he he finds out this whole organization within the cops, and he's calling you know Nelson. He's like, you know, there's the Minutemen really need to help me out here. You know, Nelson's like, uh, it's kind of like black unrest. It's kind of like you have to do that on your own. You know, we can't really help you. Like, he's and he's the only one that the knew. Yeah, he's the yeah. only one that knew that he wasn't. Yeah, and then plus he was trying to be like, oh, do your banking here at this. Like, he's like just hawking his fucking yeah. He's worried to job. yeah. He's worried to making money on the side that he actually is doing crime fighting. Yeah. Well, you know, hooded justice will is actually still trying to be a cop, and you know he he takes it all by himself. He's like fucking. And he kills that dude earlier, that one that set fire to the Jewish deli. Yeah, he fucking kills guy, him. Yeah, yeah. And then, man, he just goes on a rampage, killing all these cops. Because somehow the cops found a way to brainwash uh, the black people into killing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, They put this light in their movie theaters so that when they would go to their movie theaters, 
and and see be watching then they would it would like kind of send like a subliminal yeah, message it was crazy it's crazy and it, it kind of shows that somehow lewis gossett as an older rank got that in his light yeah he takes on that that uh technology so yeah. to speak so uh but you know after a while his life has become too much hooded justice being a cop it takes a toll on his family his wife leaves him mm-hmm. leaves his son uh, takes his son mm-hmm. says you know forget it you know forget about us you know we're just we're done with you we're done with you being hooded justice you know we're right. we're just done yeah, yeah, there's that scene where he even catches the sun kind of doing the makeup thing. Yeah, he's, like, he's painting himself white. Which I thought was pretty cool because we've never really seen that, right? We've never seen where it's like, oh, oh because Hooded dude. Justice, he never knew right. anything. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. I have to say that, too, the show made me want to go back and read The Watchmen as well to see, like, what, where, where are the connections? I'm sure there's more connections. I see, there really is it. it really? Just, it just, it really changed this whole thing. Hooded Justice never had a family, they said. Uh Again, he was white in the comics, supposedly a white German. You yeah. don't know exactly. Right. Super violent. He never he never found out if he was a he had a day job or not. You really don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> you know, I mean that's a kind of cool though. There's it's like nothing they, there. They tugged on all those threads. By and being it, like, like again, right, you just assume that he didn't live to be an old rag. You assume that the comedian killed him. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you know? do get that impression. So it's kind of like, huh? You know? <laughs> so really different everything is brand new this whole whole hooded justice origin is so brand new everything's brand new yeah you know so but do you think it fits though do you think it could fit sure, like as sure. a true sequel because i did feel that pretty strongly i was like it, oh, it, it does it fit like a good like a but it's kind of like well know. where did he get off with this whole origin story of him being you know a white german dude was it something that just throw off the public into never believing that he was yeah. a black guy but i mean obviously they found out about him in metropolis they found out that they're gay lovers yeah you know yeah maybe metropolis maybe so maybe it was supposed to be night owl's book how does that maybe they changed out, it how does that get found out in the in the original well it's, it's like it's pretty obvious oh it's is it kind of obvious like towards the end of the group like almost everybody knows about them too oh wow. and that's why they tried throwing uh the original silk specter to be hooded just as his girlfriend but like yeah it's it's pretty obvious that he's just not into her whatsoever <laughs> you know? oh so, man that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, so, but again, maybe maybe Hollis's book comes out because we're still in the Watchmen universe. So maybe his book comes out and maybe he changes it to protect Hooded Justice's yeah. identity. Maybe he makes it up like he was this white German dude to throw off suspicion that instead of a white German dude, it was a black cop. I mean, I kind of like you know? that too. Yeah. It could have been. It could have been Hollis's book where he changed it. Maybe to protect Hooded Justice. Who knows? Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like that uh, idea, that thought, you know, because I feel like they did do a pretty good job of like, if something happened in the book, like it still happened in the in this version of the show, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so I mean, who knows? It could, you know, could have been different. Now, so I, I think that we're in this episode. I think it's six, right? Yeah, it was six. And you're seeing, you're seeing Angela kind of flashback between it being her and yeah, her grandfather. Real bad. Real bad. Uh, what did you think about that awesome scene with the newsstand? She's like, "What are you reading or whatever?" <laughs> yeah. And the the newsstand guy's reading Action Comics number yeah. one, and he's like, I, oh, I was it's like, wow. about this guy or whatever." Yeah. And the, you know, I was like, "Man, that's fucking cool." So that, that sets cool. the tone that right there, it's like 1938, right? You know what I mean? Like Action Comics number one, right well, there. Well, see, that's know. a thing too because she was born later. Who? Well, uh, 
Angela? Yeah. No, no, but it's neat because she's seeing it through her grandfather's eyes. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right, that's and he's right. and he's telling her the 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 guy is telling her like, oh, he's this yeah. guy that's fighting for this or whatever, and she's kind of like, you could or, well, it's her grandfather's memory. He's into it. He's like, oh, that sounds pretty cool or yeah. whatever. The Superman yeah. character. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a big nod to all that because in the Alan Moore verse, it's like they don't really address the DC no, stuff. No, it's, it's almost there. like it's separate. Right, universe, so. but this was very specific, and it's very like in your face. And if you're a comic book fan, then you know you love yeah. it. It's so cool. Uh, I was listening to uh, uh, now watch this with Lucky and Joe, and they brought up that scene in Elvira where they said that they I didn't I don't remember this scene from Mistress of the Dark where they tear the comic book in half, and Lucky was like, "Man, he's oh, like I hate that that yeah. scene because he says it's first Princess of uh, Venom." That's right. And I was like, wow. And like him and Joe kind of were talking about it. And, <laughs> and uh, it made me think, it's like, right, some production assistant probably went out to the local store, just grab a stack. They probably said, bring back. Because they both were discussing, like, can you imagine how many takes they had to do? They probably had to do a bunch of takes. Who knows how many they just <laughs> tore up or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, damn, I need to go back and watch that. Because normally shit like that sticks in my memory because I always bring up, you yeah. know, how Jack Nicholson buys comics for, you know, the Matt Damon character when he's young or whatever. He's like, here. You like comics, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. He gets him some comics, which is like some weird ass issues. Which I was like, I think I used to have that. One. <laughs> but uh, but that was cool because I didn't remember that. I need to go back and watch Mistress of the Dark just to see that part. But but yes, and when that happened, I had forgotten about that in my first viewing. So it was really cool for me in my second viewing, especially after we just cool. did, did a Superman pop, episode. I did pop that one. I, popped, yeah. I was like, I was going to text you right away. Like, hey, are you at this episode? Yeah, I because pop, I was yeah. thinking about it. But it was very cool. Yeah, and then it shows like her little origin too, Angela's origin too, kind of mixing yes. with uh, with her grandpa's, you know, living in Vietnam after Manhattan wins Vietnam for I us. I feel like that's its own episode, but I mean, but either oh, way, okay. yeah, I think so. That's the one. It's because it's called like a, a God walks into a bar, which it's like ah, a bar, okay, okay. like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is like there's some like Doctor Manhattan Festival or whatever. So, but we still don't find out at the end of that episode. We really don't find out still why he killed Don Johnson. Right, right, right. Other than that, maybe he was a white supremacist. That's kind of the only reason we get so far. Yeah, there's not a real like you know, I guess you say motive yet. So there's still this mystery going on in the background that you're kind of like trying to unravel. Or does he talk to him? Right, he tells him, "Yeah, that was my granddad's suit." Yes, or uh, my my dad's. That was my dad's outfit. Right. You know, I think he tells him that. That's my legacy. Yeah, you're and right. Like, why did you hide it in your closet bag or something? Yeah, she's Shit still like in that. the memories or whatever. So she's seeing how he finally did it. And he did use that controlling light that they were using in the black movie theaters. The white supremacists were using to control them, have them fight amongst each other, kill each other. You know, and so uh, when he uses it independently, that's when he tells them, you know, like, we'll climb up there. Put yeah. a noose on your neck. You I was know? like, oof. Yeah, so it's pretty dark, whatever. But yeah, no, I mean, I agree the kind of the whole clan thing or whatever. It, it leaves you in question, like about Judd. Was he like a part of the whole thing or whatever? Because the wife seemed pretty invested, as we find out later on. Later on, and that's kind of what got me. It was like, okay, so I guess he was. But man, he really didn't come across like it. I don't think so. I I don't know. I was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, her either, because she was, was there with him. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I know, but I was still kind of up in the air even after that ending. I was kind of like. Was he? Was he really bad? Yeah. I mean, it's like golly. No, it's definitely interesting to probably one of those things that they want you to ponder on. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So now we're in like Angela's uh origin or whatever, and you see a guy come up and they haven't shown him yet, 
Uh, but you know, there's little things that you're like, oh wow, like we finally got to like Dr. Manhattan. Like finally. here he is. Yeah, you know what I mean? You see the suit, you see like the blue hand, you see him even pick up a Dr. Manhattan mask and put it on. But you can see behind his head. Kind of like Joker, Joker. Yeah. Yeah, and the, it's all shot from behind his head. So you're seeing his blue head or whatever, and you're like, You know what's yeah, pretty much Dr. Him. Manhattan, yeah. And the way he talks and uh you know, that's a really fun episode, I think. That's really neat, like her origin and all that, you know, right down to her you know, finding that video cassette and wanting it. And then like, you know, how her parents died. And... Yeah. The, the fucking video, <laughs> you know, it's not with the gun. <laughs> yeah. The nun with the gun. So we talked about earlier what we thought was going to be a callback. And one of the things I thought was kind of cool, but they didn't show unless there's more somewhere, but you know, when the female cop, you know, tells her or whatever, when she finally rats out, not rats out, but like recognizes the guy, she's like, that, that's the guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and yes. then the one the, that set up the whole explosion that killed her parents. Yeah. 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 And then the, the, the female cop, though, after she identifies her, she's like, she gives her her badge, remember? And she's like, when you get older, come look me up, which we do see that later on. She becomes yeah. a policewoman yep. Yep. in Vietnam. Yeah. But you're kind of like, they don't ever show that lady again, that a female cop. That's like, what I'm saying. It's I thought that like was a cool part. Though. Things, though. It's kind of like, why did they finish this? Right, like that particular scene. But yeah, so this whole time, like, you know, Angela's talking to uh, Manhattan or whatever. He's kind of telling her. It's a long conversation. It's a really, really long conversation, but it's interesting. Yeah, because, you know, of course, he's like, well, I'm here and I'm there. Like, I'm in multiple places. He's everywhere. He's like, I'm talking to you, like. 10 years from now talking to your grandfather right now like six months ago it's like it's crazy he's like i'm everywhere yeah and he's like laughing and it's kind of cool because she's like you have a really great imagination he laughs and then you show it later on where he's talking to adrian where he's like you have a very lack of imagination, lack of imagination. and he laughs here too <laughs> it's like wow he's like having that same conversation at the same time it was kind of interesting. I was like, no, wow. definitely. And it's like, when you think about Dr. Manhattan, it's like, it gets you like, it almost makes your brain feel like it's breaking. Like, you're like, what? Like, cause he's like, well, all these things are happening simultaneously. Or whatever. Bad. He, yeah. I was like, wow. He experiences time differently. Yeah. So you're like, yeah. what the fuck? He's like, everywhere. He's like, even though he's like talking to her, it looks like he's fucking everywhere. Which I love her reactions to that too. Like, okay. Okay. Like, all right. Like, sure you are. Sure you are, yeah. buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause at this point, everyone thinks he's on Mars. No one has seen him. For like yeah. 20 years at this point no one's and he tells it. her he's like no i'm actually on europa it's like a moon of jupiter or whatever and you're like okay he's just telling her everything so maybe this is his way of being and, you know candid you know and you kind of forget we really don't talk about dr manhattan but you sometimes forget this guy's probably the most powerful comic book character that was the guy shooting mm-hmm. right yeah i mean <clears throat> you kind of forget the shit that john could do it's kind of like man this dude is like a god almost yeah. and what he does on your robots it's crazy how he creates life he's you know and you I mean, actual life adam and eve <laughs> i was like the, holy shit the, the soup lake whatever it yeah. is people grow out of you know what i mean yeah, i was like wow yeah it's pretty it's cool. amazing what john could do this kind of showed more to some of the other things that he could do from uh you know creating life like i said Creating life, like I said, that was that was something that they really don't show in yeah. Watchmen. He says <laughs> he's going to go do it, but he doesn't. You don't see what he does, and you know the the whole him being here, here, and here. They kind of hinted at the comics, but you really don't see it until you see this episode. Yeah, how he's talking, how he's having all these conversations with everyone. You know, it's it's pretty cool to actually see it to see how it would be for him. 
And what about the little bit extra of his origin we get? You know, that I mean, was him and the dad. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of neat. It's like yeah. it kind of beefs up some of those yeah. other stories. You know, what I mean, I kind of dig that. I thought so too, and it was kind of cool that when I first saw the the Mister Phillips and Miss Crookshanks, I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" Yeah, that <laughs> it's is... those two. Like they're from they're from Manhattan, and it shows that he created them. So what that was you... his Adam and Eve, because I guess I don't know they represented. Yeah, what an Adam and Eve were supposed to be. Yeah, know? they were trying to create life, and so he was trying to, you know, create <laughs> life. So, what do you think it was? Did Vite figure out how he was doing it and was able to create more? Because it didn't seem I like. I don't know. I don't know how Adrian got so many of them. He didn't leave Vite too much, but you know, he knew that he had to wait till you know we find out later. You know, circle around or yeah. whatever. But yeah, I mean, I I don't know how Adrian found out. Maybe he did tell him. Maybe how how to do it just in case. Like, they yeah, if die. you need another servant or something like that or whatever. But I mean, it was like he was pretty much there, and then on his own, it was like he didn't have any. You know, who There's knew? No one was checking on him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me have that sweater. Good one. It's gonna put on my legs. Good old just another Friday night sweater right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's really amazing, and it shows him talking to Will. It shows him talking to Adrian. Yeah. Who at this time it's like, you know, he I guess he hadn't seen John in a while and he's kind of like happy to see him. Right. He's like, hi John. Yeah. You know, and he tells him that he's in love and he's like, What? Really? You? Yeah. Like, like that's weird. <laughs> and he's fucking around with them and he kind of gives him the idea because John kind of wants to live as like a normal dude kind a of normal guy. Like, well, this was my plan A. He's like, for you, it's like, it'll block your memories of who you are unless there's like certain like moments where instincts will come out. But this will allow you to live almost like as a human. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So he was like, when can you get this machine ready? He's like, I did it like 30 years ago. Yeah, whatever exactly. He says, whatever. I forgot what he said. <laughs> you know, he's lying again. You know, I he already, already did built it. those yeah, fail safes in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so. Although, you know, John has to put it in willingly, you know, whereas I'm wondering how, you know, Adrian had thought, am I going to get him to incorporate this into his himself? So it had been a while. So Adrian's kind of like really upset too that, you know, his squid thing really didn't come along more. Like he thought with humanity all coming together that there'd be more significant yeah. stuff, something, change, yeah. change, everything. So he's kind of disillusioned with his whole plan, how it went. Mm-hmm. And so Manhattan offers him, he's like, well, I created a life on Europa. You could be loved and worshipped there all you want. And Adrian's kind of like, at first, he's like really happy about it. He's like, okay, yeah. cool. Until you see him like at the very end where he's like very miserable. Very Europa. despondent it's very about different, it. Right? It's very, very different from where yeah. he's like, okay, cool. Like people worshiping you. Awesome. You know, it's paradise. Uh, no one's fighting. Yeah, he told him, know? I want to be away from like all this bullshit. He asked him, like, will I ever see my perfect utopia or whatever? And then he's like, you can see it right now. And, it's and like, so right. he's all happy at first, but then towards the end, he's just like fucking miserable. But the truth was, it wasn't his utopia. It's it was not. it was Manhattan's yeah. build, and he yeah. should have known that he wasn't going to be satisfied not having that made it himself, you know? Yeah, but still, I mean, it's a big difference between him. Like, all right. Cool. Send me away. Yeah. You know, it's too worried. He was like disillusioned by the end of it. Yeah. You know, so and then you have it, you're doing it with a creature like, you know, Dr. Manhattan. It's like it's not like he's gonna come check on you or whatever. It's like once you make that decision, it's like you're yeah, especially done, with whatever. that chip in, you know, that's oh, supposed yeah. to a wipe away his memories. Yeah, he's never gonna come check on you again. Yeah, he's living the the, the human life, yeah. you know what I mean? So. <laughs> 
So he goes back to Angela. You know, she tells him, let's go back to Tosa and do this over. Right. You know, and so they live their life. Dr. Manhattan is here on Earth. You know, uh, he he's raising three kids. He's married and no one and everyone thinks he's on Mars. Yeah. He's so. kept up that illusion of that he's on Mars. And so people believe that. But um, yeah, it's I mean, a like, really cool episode. though. That's it a really, really cool episode. shows, you know, Manhattan at probably at his fullest. So it's really cool to see him do all that kind of shit. Yeah. Know? So it's really cool. And it's cool seeing Adrian like back in the 80s, kind of seeing like the aftermath of what happened and not really <laughs> Earth kind of letting him down in a way, mm-hmm. you know, where he was kind of disillusioned with that, too, you know. And I think at that point, double A, where did that's like episode eight? So you've yeah. got one left. So she bashes Calvin Ted in. That's where it kind of goes back. And, yeah. You know, she's like, you're not really Calvin. You're Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. That's when he comes back and his memories slowly start coming back to him of who he was and what the hell's going to go on. Cause he told her it's going to be 10 years of them being together and it was going to end in great tragedy. Yeah. Which like sucks or whatever. Like to, you know, he has that ability to know all that or whatever and I know. you still get into yeah. it you're like oh yeah okay i'll still deal with it i know i did like how angela's character throughout is like no we could change stuff or whatever and he's like you can't change it because it's already happening or yeah. whatever and you're like what like what the fuck like wouldn't the past one know or whatever yeah. and then they did kind of like a back to the future where she's talking to him and she's like you're with my grandfather right now tell him about how he knew about judd you know and and the clansman suit and he's like what who I don't know, John. yeah, and he's like, I don't know, John. She's like, oh no, she's did like, I start? Shit, did, did I, I start this? everything? Yeah, you know, because obviously he has that name stuck in his head now, and and look in the closet, he's gonna start looking into Judd Crawford, right? Yeah, Judd Crawford, yeah. which makes sense because she, there was no way he would have ever known about that situation. <laughs> so in the it's kind of thing. funny. It's kind of like wow, she's the one that did all this. By you know just asking Manhattan to do that. I'm like I don't know how many fucking multiple time streams these people are making. <laughs> we need fucking the TVA to come in and prune these motherfuckers. Big time. But um, yeah, final episode. Like obviously you know all the stories. It's a big are wrap up. Come yeah. to have it right. Well, a big wrap up. You kind of see what happens with Adrian too. So he, right. You know you find out what he was doing with the catapult. Yeah, where he finally gets catapulted himself, and he's like, like in outer space or like on the moon. Yeah, and there's all those dead bodies of all the Phillips and Crookshanks, and he's putting them. And you see early on that he wrote a message for some satellite, but you didn't see it all the way. Yeah, until now you see it. Save me, daughter, because you find out Lady True is Adrian's daughter. Her mom inseminated herself Stole with Adrian's comb. <laughs> like she says. Yeah, she found his vault. Yeah, she uses that word, right? But then they show the mom like refilling the, the vial with like lotion or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck? He never like checks that I shit. I guess he never that. checked like, And then the way she did it too, I'm like, doesn't it have to be like warm or something? I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's funny though. And so he has a daughter, which is something that they've never mentioned, you know, obviously ever. And, you know, so he was like, I'm never going to recognize you as daughter. Well, this time he needs her own. So he put save me daughter. Yeah. And so she gets like really like, you know, she gets real happy about that, that he's acknowledging her. But I mean, obviously he's just trying to get off. He, he's miserable there. He kills the fucking game warden, you know, who turns out to be the Adam, the first one. And, yeah. You know, he's like, was I a very good adversary? He's like, no. 
Yeah. Like, oh, like, like, yeah. He kind of dies like, <laughs> oh, like, damn, that sucks. And he just throws him. <laughs> and then he gets on this spaceship that the daughter makes Lady True. And he, you know, it's going to be a long, a long journey. She tells right. him, you know, get, you know, put your hands on your shoulder. And all of a sudden, like, it freezes him, right? Like, puts him like carbonite carbonite yeah that's pretty much what i thought of i was like oh shit he's getting frozen in carbonite or whatever yeah i think so. i think it was like an eight year yeah it's a long journey even then it was still a long time to get yeah. to mars so but she doesn't say she's really master of like quantum you know like <laughs> i mean so, why they were doing all the teleporting shit why not just fucking teleporting motherfucker you know? like because i guess i had a reach at that time yet right right so, right yeah so <laughs> that's where adrian's at and you know Lori, you know, goes and confronts uh Judd's wife, Jane. Yes. Jane Crawford, you know, kind of like telling her what Angela's been was saying <clears throat> about Judd and everything, about Cyclops, and then you find out she's involved. She she's hitting like this old fucking remote. Oh my god, and, that scene. And Lori is like, What the fuck are you doing? And it, yeah. it finally works and it, like at first it crumbles down and then she hits it again and then it drops her. all the way down. It's like a fucking trap door in the house. And even she acknowledges later. She's like, "Really, a trap door? Like what? Like what the fuck? That's a bucket trap. Door. Who would use that? You know what I mean?" <laughs> so they take a lot of things kind of lightly. Like it's like kind of tongue in cheek. Like okay, well, you know, all right, it's it's a comic book superhero movie, so to speak. But there's a lot of things you can kind of. You know. And you find out there's two people, Senator Joe Keen and Lady True, that both want John so they could suck out his power. Right. They pretty much want his power. They want to do a Doctor Doom on Silver Surfer. <laughs> you know, there you go. They want to, they want to suck his power out. So the fucking Seventh <clears throat> Cavalry attack the house. They end up, you know, Angela and and John take care of the whole Seventh Cavalry, but somehow that yeah. fucking. <clears throat> teleporter yeah, still shoots machine. him. You know, there's no way back there. It just it locked on him or something. Right. Teleports him to like this cube, right? Like this special cell yes. that's capable of holding yes, John. That's right. The lithium. And he can't get out. Thing. And you know, it's like a big scene. Lori's there, Angela's there, the the whole seventh cavalry is there, you know, and then Lady True comes. Mm-hmm. And well, before that, like the senator tells his plan about you know at first we're going for president but then we're you know we're like we're gonna be manhattan we're gonna do everything that he couldn't do yeah we gotta think of and he, he stripped me down to like where he even has like the exact replica of the underwear you know? yeah <laughs> I was like, what the fuck i like what laurie tells her she's like you look stupid in those you know what i mean and he's <laughs> like hey i don't need my dick to be swinging out you know <laughs> that would be a really yeah, that'd be like a really fucking thing like bad thing to do like yeah a dick move or whatever fuck and then he puts himself in his pod because everything's ready, right? Everything's good to go. Mm-hmm. You know, turns it on. Lady True comes out, kind of stops that whole thing. Oh, uh, <clears throat> she's like, "Where's the center at?" She opens the fucking pod, and it's just like a whole thing of blood, like where he just like melted him. I was like, "Oh, he turned into goo." I thought people were gonna be like, "Ah!" I thought, well, I thought he was turning into something because she like stepped on it, and Lori. I was like, "Oh, uh, fuck." Well, and then she pretty much says that their intention was good, but they didn't filter out the right whatever it was. Right. You know? But of course, Lady True didn't tell them everything they needed to do. She just was like, "Yeah, you could do it. Yeah, like that'll work." You know. So pretty much, to get rid of the Seventh Cavalry, mm-hmm. the blood somehow 
gets into that cube or whatever, and John's able to transport them somehow with the blood. Excuse me, some people, yeah, he transfers Looking Glass, Lori, and uh, uh, I can't remember who else it is. Lori, Looking Glass, and Adrian. That's right. Adrian. That's right. And he tells Angela, Angela's like, what the fuck did she send me? <laughs> Teleported me too. I, I was kind of cracking up on that one. It's pretty touching though. And he's like, well, I don't, I don't want to die alone. alone, you know? So. Yeah. So he kind of what self-destructs. So, well, she's taking the power away from him and he's kind of like dying slowly. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like uh, the Beetlejuice at the end, the, uh, does are kind of like withering more. You know I mean? But then Adrian comes up with a plan because he hates being overshadowed by the daughter. Although squid, he like turns him into ice, so when it falls from the sky, it's gonna be like a whole bunch of bullets coming down. Right. So sure enough, they start falling, and it hits Lady True in the head, and Ugh. you see a big fucking hole right there. And it's kind of like ooh, and it just starts raining squid, and a lot of people die. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> squid attack. Yeah, Vite says, "Oh, it's gonna be like firing a Gatling gun from the yeah. heavens, whatever." With all those little like squiddies frozen, it almost, <laughs> yeah. like, which you know, that, I thought that was like that just took her out. That took out Lady True, her whole shit. It did, it yeah, like, everything did. Yeah. It just exploded, everything in her face exploded. So. <laughs> she was horrible too. I I hated her character. I was like, "Oh, you're the fucking worst, Lady man. True." Yeah, yeah. So. um I mean that's kind of pretty much it. Yeah, like, so pretty much anyway. like I guess she could, kind of comes to terms with with Will, you know everything that he went through. Yeah, they make up. You know she's going to be living with him. It looks like, and the egg part comes into play. You know the whole well, yeah, I could put all my stuff in a, this organic material, and anyone who eats it theoretically could become me. Right. So if he is, imbues his power into that egg. Yeah, and... earlier they have a fight. She smashes some eggs. When she's cleaning it, she sees this mm-hmm. one hard egg. And she's like, could it be? Could it really be like what he said? She cracks it open. She goes to her pool. She cracks the egg open, swallows it. And then you kind of see her foot touching the pool, but then that's it. It goes straight to black. Yeah. So it's kind of like, did she become Manhattan or not? So or did she get of... the powers? Because they had that conversation earlier, and he and she's like, you know, he walks on the water, and then she's like, do you really got it? And he's like, well, you kind of need to see this so that you can understand. So it's kind of open-ended, but that's the way the creator said he wanted it to end. He he had this what story he wanted to tell. He told it, so he said he's good to go. What do you think? Do you think she became Manhattan or not? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if she could become him like on that level. Maybe she got a fraction of his power. Maybe a fraction, but you think still? Yeah, I think so. I, think I that... thought they were going to show something glowy for the egg, but they never did. Yeah, or I thought like maybe the pool was going to like glow something. blue. Yeah. You know what I mean, so which would have been a kind of a more clear indication that she got it or whatever. Uh, but... Overall, though, what did you think of the show? I mean, I loved it. Um, again, I was a huge fan of it. Like when it came out, again, it was a slow start for me. I was recording them on DVR. In fact, I got so behind it, like the whole show had recorded by the time I started to watch it. But once I did start binging it, I I was like, okay, I'm here for it. Like it's, I'm, it's fun. It's exciting. It's got good action. And I was driven by that mystery story or whatever, you know. And for me to revisit it this past week was enjoyable as well because I'd, I'd forgotten a lot already. So for me now, the next thing to do would be like to like give it like, you know, a little bit of time and then go back to it and watch it on my like big screen at home like where I can really invest it. You know what I mean, but but because uh, I'm not, you know, just revisiting it for an episode, but revisiting it for like, you know, just enjoyment because I think it's a really solid show. It was... uh I think it paid off good. It was good. You know? It was cool. It was cool to see like uh, Hooded Justice. It was cool to see Adrian where he went afterwards. It was kind of cool to see Lori 
uh, see what happened with her, what she decided to do with her life. So it was kind of cool to see that some of that. It's cool to see Matt Hatton wasn't totally gone. Yeah, uh, that he did come back and yeah. try to live like as a human. So it was it was kind of interesting to see where they did thirty four years later. So it was interesting. Um, no, I totally agree. And there's one more point I want to bring up with you uh, before we go, uh, W. But let's go ahead and take it out of this one, and then we'll go into the next block, and we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> Dude, I was trying to, guys, we're, we're, we're back here, wrap it up here. I had a few yawns in there. And, <laughs> you know, last week I was in my 30s, and this week I'm in my 40s. So I deserve a little reprieve, I feel like, here. You know, uh, it's not like we do a short, you know, hour show here, although we've been accused of, of that yeah, we should. Yeah, no shit. So, this is, I have a baritone voice right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that too. Yeah, Dolly's rocking me to sleep with his voice. <laughs> You know, but uh, I'm fucking stuffy. He sleepy. What stuffy the fuck? And, and then we had computer problems earlier. <laughs> computer yeah, problem. we're like the two fucking dwarves that they <laughs> got rid of. But there used to be fucking what nine, and they shot the <laughs> they two that were us. <laughs> yeah, I found this uh, just another Friday night jacket. We were gonna auction off, but now I'm wearing it. So, <laughs> dude, but double A, like I like as you were watching it, did you feel as though there were like things that you were like getting into that you're like sure like oh, i okay, said it was cool like i like the looking glass character i really did yeah. like his character i like what they did with manhattan i like what they did with adrian uh i was i was complaining about lady true i'm kind of like you i i don't no, know I how like i felt her. the character yeah i don't know how i felt about her uh um, what about what Vite tells her when he says uh you know as far as like a you know a, a super being goes you could have done more yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> when she tells him that, no, Vite says that to. Um, who does he say that to? I think he says it to Lori. I think. Oh, okay. You know, but he's pretty much saying like, you know, eh, come on, he, he could have really done more, which I guess was true. Yeah, it's kind of that classic situation could've. where, like, if Vite, Vite's probably thinking, if I had that power, well, I, I would have been making Earth fine. Like, how come they didn't get rid of the nuclear arms? You know, so yeah, you could just va- va- vaporize and turn them to vapor or whatever, and, yeah. and then they're gone. You know, so uh, well, that's some comedian asked him too in Vietnam. Remember? Yeah, it's like you could have turned that bullet to fucking mercury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> could have turned that bottle into like I forgot what he says. Yeah, but the truth is, is that he was <laughs> just like more morbid <laughs> curiosity. Yeah, I guess, like, you give man. A damn about it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty freaky. I was like, man, that that motherfucker doesn't, you know, like. But you're right. He could like clean all the water. He could do everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Shit, he could make Africa into a fucking jungle. Turn that Sahara into a big old lake. You know? <laughs> I mean, come on. Now. So Doctor Manhattan was just like lazy. Or yeah, it's fucking lazy. He created all that Europa where no one else could live. <laughs> very true. Very true. Let's see. Uh, oh, very, uh, very, 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 yeah, very. Um, that was like the last of my notes, except the last thing is uh, that they get Vite, right? Like, yeah, Lori, I didn't like that. That was I dumb. I, I didn't was like how they arrested him. What are you going to do? You're gonna... It was cool seeing Archimedes again. Yeah, Archimedes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. The the owl ship or whatever. Yeah. So we saw that one in the beginning, but they kind of lead you to believe so, that. Like, yeah, they, so the cops, copies. he said the cops make copies. And yeah. That's why he's like, I'm sure you could fly it. Looking glasses, like, yeah, I can. See, there's a lot of little things in the show like that that make it fun. Like, you know, when you see, um, you know, on Europa, when Bite's riding and they ride past the black sails, yeah. The, the, yeah. the flag, like, yeah. they're like, oh, shit. And they show that in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. It was like that. That's pretty cool, or whatever. You know, like there's yeah. a lot of little things they touch. The Borscht Burger comes back. You know what I mean? Like, 
Uh, they even that kind of thing do a, a thing with the with the blood drip, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like yeah. there's some cool little things uh, in there that definitely make it feel like you know it's a Watchmen book, whatever. But overall, I mean, I enjoyed it one round through. I enjoyed it a second round through. I know that I'll watch that a third time. I mean, like, and that's a show, and and mind you, they're hour episodes, so it's nine hours, but yeah. it's a pretty good. Uh, you know, it's still a fun commitment that you could do in two settings, probably. You know what I mean? Like, or one if you're ambitious, but it's just. It was really solid. I see all the praise it got. I'm I'm mad at myself. I didn't realize the praise it got when it got yeah, it. Yeah, and I actually saw too that this extraordinary B that actually won for best like episode or something like that. Too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the hooded justice one. How about the uh, last episode? The last episode is called uh, "See How They Run," and yeah. obviously they go into the goo 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 at the end. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, what do you feel about the Eggman? You no, know, I I'm the Eggman. I'm the Walrus. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I think that she got some of the powers. You think so? Angela got some of the juice, but maybe not full. I'm just going to say sure, sure she did. I'm, I'm just going to say that. I'm yeah. going to say sure. It, it leads you, I guess, to believe you that. Because so. they almost make it seem like they need someone that doesn't that that is moral. Like she was moral to do what Lady True was trying to do, who was not moral. <laughs> no, that was not. No. So uh, I loved it. Oh, uh, what did they say? Why was Don Ju- Johnson doing coke in episode one? He did talk to about that. Yeah, I mean, like we kind of said, maybe just because the stressfulness of the job, Joe, like they don't really say, you know what I mean? Like there's a couple of things that they don't really say exactly like why it happens, you know what I mean? But, you know, like I said, we didn't pick up on the whole fucking uh, Lou man, man Yeah, was the one that was reporting to damn Lori or yeah, whatever. Yeah, apparently that was the FBI agent. Fucking FBI agent was Luba, man. You know, you know, he wasn't very good at staking out, right? Though he was just like all watching, all obvious. Fucking you know? silver being like really motherfucker. <laughs> it's like he wanted her to see him so he could see if he could out. out he goes, her. Joe goes, "Why was Don Johnson doing coke in episode one?" Rizzo says, "So he wouldn't fall asleep like she." <laughs> hey, sometimes I go like this to like like just rub my kidding, nose off camera. Like, balls, I go like that to rub my nose off camera. So people probably think I'm over here like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey man, maybe so, maybe so. Don Johnson knew what was up. Why are you busting my boss for? No, no, no. You guys never apologize. You gotta keep that going. That makes this Friday night fun, man. It wouldn't be fun without busting the balls yeah, on I'm here. I'm just trying to have a drink. You're busting my balls over here. Yeah, trying to have a drink over here, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, hey, that's, yeah. that's coming out too, right? The many the many saints in Newark. Yeah, that's coming out. Yeah. Also, what did you think about the big news we forgot at the beginning of the show? Uh, Chris Pratt going to be Mario. Super oh, Mario. Yeah, and then I saw Anna Taylor. That's it's a gonna great, be Peach. That's a great casting. It's gonna be live action. No, I, I think I, I thought so. I read animated. Yeah, like, I was like, eh. I want to see Anya Taylor Joy in the Princess Peach costume. <laughs> so Joe says I saw CM Punk fall asleep in the UFC. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now he puts people to sleep on AEW Pratt with his wrestling. Black Who? says Pratt and Jack Black. There I don't know go. who Jack Black's in. Uh, who's Jack Black doing? Is he gonna be Yoshi? I only, I only heard uh, Chris Pratt. In. Oh, is he gonna be Koopa? Koopa? Oh, Koopa. Get, get Dennis Hopper. I know he's dead. Get Dennis damn, Hopper. damn. We've had too much, <laughs> y'all. Uh, this was my dinner with Yinglings and, and no cocaine and uh, Jim Bean. And Jim Bean Devil's Cut whiskey right there. I'm like, oh shit, that feels pretty good. Well, guys, if you haven't checked it out. 
I, I would say check out the the book. Check out Watchmen. It's a really good story. It really is. Uh, I I spoiled that myself because I would always see it in Wizard. Yeah, you know, it'll always be that Adrian part. So I, yeah, I read it. I enjoyed it. It became one of my favorite books. That's cool. I got all that. I and would say watch the movie. The movie is really good too. Jeffrey D. Morgan does an excellent, excellent comedian. job. I I told him that when I met him, I was like, man, you know what? I said I love Negan. I said well, you're really awesome as a comedian too. And he's like, oh, thank you, man. And this show is good too. This show is really good. Anything Watchmen has has been pretty damn good. So yeah. Um, and if you haven't read any of that or seen the movies, just watch it anyway. The show and tell us what you think about it as a standalone. Like, did it work? Yeah, I want to hear some of that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad, guys. Uh, my first show in my 40s, and uh, I'm acting like a fucking old man. Hey, well, I'm stuffy over here. So. I put a sweater on. I yawned a bunch. <laughs> it was like, Jesus. All I need, all I need is my, my sister always jokes. I, I, she goes, I'm going to get you the damn, uh, the one single candle and then the, the old the old man hat but with the ball on it. You know, so. All right. All right, guys. Well, uh, well. Shit. <laughs> we loved you joining us uh obviously maybe not our best showing technical difficulties but we stuck it out we braved it through and we're still here at the damn inn get a little energy back uh joe says if y'all haven't seen jeffrey d morgan in texas, texas rising. rising okay i'll check it out I'll gonna be out. gonna be like mr rogers taking your shoes off next episode <laughs> yeah that'll be me right there uh it's a lovely day in the neighborhood so. uh guys please go check out Invincible Comics and more, the Facebook group. Check out the Sold Now? Sold Now auction? Yeah, Sold. Reply Sold. The Reply Sold auction. If something gets posted of a picture of it and you want it and there's no comments underneath it, hit the Reply button, type Sold, and then it becomes yours. Uh, so that's a pretty awesome deal. Uh, also, if you need something to listen to when you're not listening to me yawn uh, and double A clears nose, <laughs> you can go check out the Now Watch This podcast. Uh, uh, we promise you that they don't blow their nose or yawn like we yeah, do. I'm yeah, sure yeah, I'm yeah. When they get 75 episodes in, they will be doing that. I'm right? sure Lucky. Uh, I'm sure Lucky has a clean room, so <laughs> where he doesn't get all. No, this is a very clean room. Is it? I think it might uh, be allergic to. Me. Always stuffy, Maybe man. this jacket God, has please. pet dander on it or something uh, like that. Maybe please. you're allergic to cats, and there's like cat. Hair I am allergic to cats. I'm allergic to cats too, but I, I would be sneezing too. But. I don't know. I'm always hepped up on allergy medicine. Yeah, you, so you do that well. I do a, a regimen, so I don't, you know. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Ah, uh, he goes, uh, Rizzo says, I appreciate the plug, guys. Too kind. Thank you. And Joe says, he appreciates it, too. Joe says, lucky uh, always edits. That's so right. He That's edits right. yawns. Yeah. yeah, you got to edit out those yawns. And again, thank you, uh, Chris, for the beautiful art, man. Uh, love these pictures right here. Oh, uh, double is upside down. Look, this is if you don't want to see me sleepy, just look at this version, right? You can get this on a t-shirt. Uh again, guys, threelegedrabbit.com. Uh, I'm rocking the other T there. It's fun. This is gonna be my Easter shirt and wear it on Easter because it has a bunny. It's my only shirt with a bunny. But yeah, you can get a um a t-shirt with either me on there or you can get uh double A on there. And I'm sure Rizzo will do something funny like add a yawn over here coming out of my mouth. <laughs> something like that. So uh guys, um it's been a fun one, man. I love talk. I've been waiting yeah. for a while to talk about Watchmen with Double A. I was thinking that you would love it and appreciate it. We would laugh about the. Yeah. I would really like your brother Will to watch it because I think that we would laugh about the fight character. You know? <laughs> yeah. He always finds he like would. little intricacies yeah, to, to pick up on in the yeah. show and make it fun. Um, Joe says uh, allergy meds and shots explain a lot. I mean, there you go, right? It was like I was partying too much and no food yet. I need. I'm super hungry, but. Um, 
two things we'd like to say, guys, before we end up and wrap up any show uh, is that uh, if there's something that you want to do, a dream you want to accomplish, a hope that you have, uh, seize the day, right? That's what Dr. Manhattan did, obviously. Yeah, he sure he did. was like, he wanted uh, Regina King, and he was like, oh, I'll just go get it. You know what I mean? And fuck my people on Europa, and uh, I'll just go ahead and put uh, old Vite up there, yeah. you know what I mean? And an unwanted prison. <laughs> and Lady True also said, like, she was seizing the day, making babies without people's permission. But, um, you know, yeah, so that's that. And then the other thing is, is from Steve Rogers himself, Captain America, guys, when you go do something, whatever that is that you're seizing the day about or for, you got to do whatever it takes to make it happen, guys. So um, remember, seize the day, do whatever it takes. And as Joe says here, Regina King, yeah, absolutely agree. Guys, uh, for just another Friday night, I am CM Chuck. I'm double A. Guys, have a good night. Or Stay stuffy safe. And sleepy. Or stuffy and sleepy. The two, <laughs> the two hidden dwarves. Uh, wear your masks. Get vaccinated. Uh, and uh, keep uh, hanging out, guys. We'll see y'all next week. All right. Have a good night.